Hello. Welcome to the first ever live episode of Waiting for Game. Not only is this a historic first, uh, first guest, Connor, I Contra, somehow. This is our first live episode. And, uh, you know, last week we did a shorts check. I was wearing shorts to our last episode because of how nice it was. Um, this is our first ever time that you can actually see all of us. But you can <laughs> see the legs uh, before we were just like disembodied little bodies. But, but yeah, this is, uh, is going to be a really fun episode, a historic first in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Before we get into that, I just want to introduce myself. I'm your host. I'm giving that wheat. Freed from the shackles of all of Melee stats, all of Ember Sinister and Edwin Budding, and finally here to do whatever I want. They're holding you back. They truly are. This is probably, this is gonna be the first uh, episode of the rest of my life. <laughs> it's good to see you start of your soul career. Yes. We've all been looking forward. Honestly, I kind of feel like you guys are writing my coattails on this episode. I might uh, just definitely a little bit. I might do a little bit of a solo app soon. But for now, we've got a wonderful episode. We've got, of course, we already talked about Connor. Contra, you are the uh, TO of Smash Summit 13. Yes, they uh, presented contract- by Coinbase. Presented by Coinbase. <laughs> they uh, contracted me to, you know, come help run things and help run the VIP bracket as well. So, yeah. Uh, First really time at Summit, right? I, yeah, I've never been to Summit. I work both main stages, and that went well, and they're very accommodating uh, uh, employers, yeah. um, but never summit. This is my first time. It's been great so far. Okay, so we have a first time summit. We have a first time summit for me. Now we've got the big boy. We've got a second time <laughs> summit time. attendee. Oh my god! <laughs> this is like um, like we're all in ninth grade and you've kissed a girl and none of us have. But you tell you all about it. Yeah, <laughs> sensation. This is how it feels basically. Um, no, we've got webs, of course. Webs. This is your what? It's third time, third episode. Uh, fourth? I think it's the fourth if you count that episode that we did that was not a real episode where we were just talking about clips the entire time. <laughs> uh, one of our best episodes. Is that probably one of the most viewed episodes that I've met? Uh, if not, it's it's one of my favorite episodes. Oh, okay. yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. So you've joined the four-timer clubs. Of course, five-timer clubs, you get a free jacket. Uh, four-timer clubs means that you are never allowed back on the show. We, we, <laughs> we currently do not have the way of making a jacket, so... Oh, well, yeah. So it's you, uh, Mikey just made it to the four-timer club, Aiden, I think. I'm so, surprised Aiden's only been on four times. Uh, he's big dogged us a few times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, he has become a large dog. He, Yeah, he, he is a, he's a bit of a massive canine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the days where he was working for Summit, maybe, but, but he's on to bigger, better things. But obviously, we, we are not. We're still here. We're talking about Summit. We're having a good time. Uh, yeah, we, we got to go to the uh, fucking studio today. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. You guys got a little uh, preview tour. I got yeah, I got a tour yesterday. I um I watched the 76ers. Uh, I don't remember the outcome of the game. <laughs> it's completely but uh, but but got to watch with Mikey and Ken and, and yeah, just had a really cool time just like walking around that, that place. Yeah, it's um I mean what this is day zero, negative one. Yeah, I think the this is day this zero. is day zero. Okay. Yeah. Day zero and negative one were already. It's the first like official like day where things are happening, but there's no broadcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's all prep and Fun stuff. I had a call time. Mm, I just waltz my ass in there. <laughs> uh, how many Uncrustables have we all had? I'm at, I'm at zero. Okay, I'm at zero as well. We gotta plug in the laptop real quick. Yeah, we'll yeah. we have got some technical difficulties. I guess that comes with the live show. Um, Imagine not plugging in the laptop. Wheat. Uh, where is the nearest? Yeah, we need to solve this quickly before the laptop shuts off. And the stream just instantly becomes dead. Uh, that's not a... Oh, I don't like that noise. It's so loud. Um, hmm. Look behind the scenes. Is there an effect? Okay, here, we can... This must be connected to something. Oh, jeez. Okay, you guys sort this it's, out. It's literally not. Okay. Oh, that's 
Uh, oh no, this is fine. Do you need a, a platform for the? This is the magic of live. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh my God. We're panicking. We did have everything set up really nicely. Really, really Can you trip like it's over still live? Thank you all for staying with us. What's great is that this is going to be on uh, every available podcast app. <laughs> so when you listen to this on Spotify, you get this wonderful moment of panic. Is this rich? Yes. Can you put it on the chair? Are we gonna make it work, baby? Okay. Oh, and we've got. Oh, okay. We're unplugged. We're unplugged. Okay. The lights. Are the lights flickering too? It was getting unplugged. I need. I need like two inches, three inches. Yeah. Brother, don't we all? Don't we all? Okay. This is uh going swimmingly. <laughs> well, Doc, it all started when I was. Oh god, that was supposed to be a joke. I'm sorry. I know that. That's... No, that's pretty accurate. Uh, are we in? Are we plugged in? No. I need two inches. Okay. Now six. Brother, inches. don't just can you just move the camera? Oh yeah. Get that up close and personal. Like two shot. more. What is it? I... It's literally there. You go. Okay. okay. God. Oh, it fell out. There's a lot of double on. It's like fully. Mm. There we go. Okay. Alright. Can we make it happen? There's a, fully there's a talked... chair in, in frame now. What a solution. We've got we've got it. Oh, oh my god. god. We're still in. <laughs> okay. Oh Jesus. Ignore the chair. Okay. <laughs> so 76ers game did not happen. No, and, and uh it's strange that they would cancel a playoff game. Yeah, that's that. strange. I guess they just really hope the Sixers are going to finish winning, and they just decide to move them on to the next round. Uh, Fascinating. But, uh, you know, as you can tell, oh, my God, I'm not even in frame. You have to scoot forward a little bit. <laughs> there you go, there you go. There you go. As, okay, as everyone can tell, there's a bit of a Fendi-sized hole in this episode. Yeah. True. Uh, you don't want to leave the Fendi. We got, we got a lot of fun stuff happening, because what we'll have, we got a lot of surprise guests. I know everyone's looking at this, and they're like, oh, for Fendi, I don't really care about webs and Contra, but we've got a lot of guests who are going to stop by, so please do pay attention, stick around. But for now, we've got these two guys. So webs, what is this summit like compared to the other summit? Um, Last year we were at uh, Summit 9, yeah, this, right? Yeah, Summit 9 was the first and only one that I attended mm-hmm. up to this who, point. Who won Summit 9? Summit, who won Summit 9? It was actually the Plub H-Box finals. H-Box? Yeah, uh, yeah H-Box, H-Box B-Plub, uh, second set. It was a really good, really good summit, actually, for gameplay. Um, finals delivered, um, but um, I would say compared to Summit Nine, this one uh, it seems like they're really polished. Like how they have all of the mm-hmm. they knew where everything organized ahead of time. Yeah, I remember because I mean you know at Summit Nine they'd already run a lot of summits at that point. It was like they were in a new uh, they were in the studio for like maybe the second or third summit only at that point. So they're yeah. still sorting some things out. I remember because they specifically told us they're you know building out the studio and going to be improving it, and now they've got like cool new production space. They improved the actual production area. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the studio is amazing to begin with, so. Yeah. I yeah. really love uh, BTS. The whole, you know, production kind of thing that they put together is incredible. Definitely very professional. Yes. Yeah, good way to put it. Not generally how I like my Smash to be done. <laughs> but uh, I'll take it. I will, I'm okay with this. I think it's a good blend between, like, 
the quality that you get from a professional broadcast mm -hmm. crew and the the feel and like vibe you get from a grassroots production. Yeah. The quality that I love, especially in podcast form, is uh, when the podcast stops about five minutes in <laughs> because there's a big technical difficulty after already being 15 minutes late. Yeah. Uh, would BTS do that? I'd say no. And, you know, because that we might be, you might think that we wouldn't work together, but um, <laughs> I really liked as a VIP just the experience already, right? This is not even the first real day of the tournament. Uh, already just the the vibes of it all the I was kind of worried I was a little anxious that I would get here and then I would be like not really knowing people and and the people who I do know would all be too busy to do anything but it's been really fun um, and I, obviously of course like when the tournament starts that dynamic will change a little bit but just like even then it's just uh, like as an attendee of just like a, just a VIP already such a great experience yeah. just like really fun to see it all happen. I think I might have ruined a shot of like something they were shooting with HBox <laughs> in it. I definitely like HBox and Loud were doing we're doing a, a little piece. Someone and someone were doing a little something. <laughs> and uh, I, I <laughs> yeah, my my little ass waltz through to recycle a can. Ruin the shot. But that's canceled. Either ruin the shot or completed the shot. That's what I Well, okay, here's how I look at it is that I could have easily thrown it into a lot of trash cans. And it, you're, and you're being environmentally I was being conscious. environmentally conscious. I was not being content conscious. Well, uh, at the end of the day, what's it really going to come down to? True. What's going to survive longer? <laughs> the environment <laughs> or the content? It's actually a very good question. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's up for debate. <laughs> I think that's what we're all trying to figure out. Oh, God. Enough doom and gloom. Enough doom and gloom. Summit. Summit, yeah. So this is... Um, this is kind of a summit that we really haven't seen anything like this. You know, Pip Squeak is able to go, but even then, before this, it was a case of like, um, you know, like your salts and your blues and your dark genics. It was, it was definitely its own thing. Uh, and I think adding mech into it, it it's like, a, it's a cool little proving ground area for Summit. Summit's always been this thing where, you know, they've always had meme picks, right? Mm -hmm. um, usually just a couple. Yeah. They've usually but, minimal. They've been existing for yeah, the entire oh, time. 100% like a tradition. Yeah, almost every summit. single. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think Alex 19. Alex 19. Alex 19. Kage. These, Kage, are, yeah. these are good players, but it's just like, you know, yeah. everyone's like, Summit used to be the 16 best players. And it's like, no. It's, it's really never been that. Never been that. But this is kind of interesting, right? They're, they're forming this uh, identity recently. Summit 12 was a little bit like this. Uh, you know, this is the first one where every single person took a set. But this one, it feels even more like that, right? It feel it has this identity of like, this is a chance to prove to people who they are. A lot of people didn't even know who Blue was, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. I mean, yeah. it's not just prove who they are; it's show who they are. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of these players to the general, to the community at large, are still, if not unknown, obscure, right? Yeah, no, they don't know much about them. So, um, for example, you know, brought up Mac. He's somebody who has been. I don't want to say thrust, but he's uh, achieved a lot more attention mm -hmm. uh, in the last year or two. Um, net play tournaments and then starting to grow stream. And For sure. He goes down to Low Tide City and picks up a second place in the, yeah. out of pizza nowhere. Pizza. Yeah, picks pizza Axe win. Yeah, yeah. Losers Finals. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, not only to beat Axe, but to beat him in Losers Finals. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Another thing that Summit offers to some of these, like, sort of maybe second level up-and-comers is their personalities get thrown into play they get yeah. to act in some skits they yeah. get to maybe go on the couch 
talk about their wins, their losses after. I mean, like, you get to hear from all of them because they have the fifth mic. Oh, yeah. The yeah. fifth mic is, I think, one of the coolest parts of Summit. Um, you know, originally they didn't have it at the early summits. Yeah. They, they, they started employing it towards the end of time when they were in the old house. Um, it was it was like a freestanding microphone. You know, it's like very different vibes. But um, it's become uh, just a, a part of Summit is, is to really rope in the players and hear from them. Yeah. Their thoughts and opinions on things. You guys remember the... Bon Appetit YouTube channel before it became <laughs> horrible. <laughs> no, I never watched it. Before we knew it was horrible. It had a very similar vibe of like, that, you know, they gave you all these people and they're all doing their own thing. Oh, hey, here's Johnny and he's going to make uh, potatoes or whatever. Um, but in the background, there'd be like someone else who like also has episodes, but they're like just doing work. And I feel like it's like, you know, the SpongeBob like pointing to, it's, yeah. like, it, it's like a good community aspect. And I think that's what Summit does. And what Summit also does is that they do not, um, Treat their employees like whatever team did. So they've got that going for them. Yeah. Uh, no, but it, it's this idea of like you are seeing all this, but you're also seeing what's happening behind it, right? It's very fun to like watch someone from home because you see all the players pass the camera. Yeah. Uh, and it's perfect for content because, you know, someone loses and then they go like, ah, I can't believe that. You know, yeah. Or someone wins and they go, I can't believe that. It's a lot of people <laughs> not being able to believe stuff, I yeah. guess. The disbelief is. Uh... Happy birthday, time. Mango. Happy birthday, Mango. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like, you know, imagine that uh, if that happened to Genesis, right? No one's gonna you know, get to know. No, no, yeah. So it's it's really cool, like you know, yeah. the the atmosphere that they have worked towards. I think they've, you know, I was gonna say they perfected it, but I'm sure with BTS they will make it better in the future, and then we'll be like, I can't believe it was like this years ago, right? How how now we're like, I can't believe there was not a fifth mic. Uh, sure, yeah, they'll think sure. of something, but uh, but for now, yeah, it's just they like didn't have, I don't know, holograms. All yeah, I can't believe they didn't have like a VR <laughs> headset that you could yeah. put in. It's crazy, you know. It's, I can't imagine a world before they had the micro drones that you could individually select to pilot <laughs> anywhere in the studio, watch all the players at all this. Crap. What have we been watching? What have we been watching? Before? Yeah, dude, I can't believe that anyone watched Summit before you could like beam into Leffen's contact lenses and just see the world through his eyes. Where they were wearing the camera lenses like in Batman. <laughs> Leffen is the singularity. You can just merge your contacts into <laughs> Leffen. Dude, imagine Leffen being down O2 versus like HBox and then everyone just tries to merge it. Yeah, his eyes go blue. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah, just starts going, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'll make that. Summit 21. Yeah, we'll Ooh, get that's there. soon. That's sooner than you think. It is. Yeah, <laughs> they've actually. I, I mean, because summits, they haven't always been a consistent period of time apart from one another. Um, early on, they were not like super far apart, but they tried to skip to like you know two a year. Yeah. There was like summit one two three, and then there was like they they did the summit spring, spring 2017, 2017 yeah. summit four, which yeah. is the which I, I thought they were gonna go to like quarterly at that point. Um, but I think what has it been? Four months since last summit? No, it was before. It was, um, it was in December. December. Oh, was, okay. So it's a bit farther than I thought. Yeah, it was about six months. Yeah, it was, it was about, so we could we we could every like six months. Yeah, it's a real fun check in to see what's okay, happening. I'm down with six months summits. Cool. I'm glad that you're okay with that. <laughs> you have to hear it with Webby. <laughs> <laughs> you really gotta let. Well, counting the ultimate summits, they do it every quarter or so. That's mm. true. Uh, uh, the Manly Staff podcast does yeah, not do acknowledge the existence of ultimate. Oh, sorry. It's <laughs> like um, like Albanians who don't acknowledge the existence of Kosovo, aka uh, Dua Lipa. 
We're, we're, we're the, wait, really? We're the Dua Lipa of Melee Did you know Dua Lipa does not acknowledge Kosovo? Uh, no, I know. Oh, it's the Melee Stats political podcast. And, and Edwin's not even here. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's here. Talk about this Edwin is right wing conservative uh, point of view. <laughs> Ed, Edwin is fuming right now at his computer, <laughs> just not being able to uh, espouse his beliefs. Yeah. He's I'm actually sure. typing up in the chat right now all about it. <laughs> listen, no, 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 you guys are <laughs> Well, uh, he can figure it out on his own. It, hey, you know what? If he really, we have a lot of special guests coming on. True. I hope so. I I've hope. been talking about these special guests. They're so special, we don't even know who it is. Well, yeah. we have like some vague ideas. We don't even know what it is. It's really all about who takes a shuttle here and walks to that. And if they all uh, ghost us, then <laughs> then looks well, bad. But if Evan wants to come on and defend himself, then he, you know, there are flights. The exact location of this, but for someone with his connections, uh, he's his detective ability. I know yeah, that I was gonna say he's probably gonna like he'll, he'll geolocate it, he'll, he'll get it there. Yeah. He's not gonna ask right are not against doxing. I am probably tagged. I've been, I've like, I've slept in rooms where he is, like, I've gone unconscious in places near him. Oh, you're definitely tagged. I've tagged. <laughs> he, he definitely tagged me in ambient genesis at the very least, just to make sure. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say in the ear or something, but no, yeah. Listen, this is for the future of melee stats. You, you don't understand. It's just helpful to know where you are <laughs> at all times. <laughs> it's for your safety, please. Uh, live from Summit. Okay, that that feels like a good stopping point. We don't have to talk about Edwin anymore. He's right wing dudes. He's gonna come he'll come up naturally. Yeah. Unfortunately, Edwin is just well, and sometimes fortunately. I don't want to always. No, know. I love it. Edwin's great. But yeah, he does come up a lot. <laughs> yeah, whenever I was on the podcast, millionaire, I will say I don't want to talk about it. But yeah, the yeah, grievance is out later if you want. Yeah, well, I believe there is a trivia. There's some trivia questions uh, that are a what's it called? Like a, it's a, an event. event. The, it's one of the the side events. What is it? What's the? It's Smashers. Smashers Council. Smashers Council. Mm -hmm. the, that's the council is what they do after the. Uh, okay. Side event. It's Smasher. Stay alive contest. There you yes. go. Beautiful. Nailed it. So <laughs> I'll stand next to you during the entire thing. You tell me the answers before they say them. Well, then we'll see if you can, uh, you know, just get some, like, revigor yourself for this loss. Good deal. Yeah. I mean, you know I'm a millionaire. I understand that, but the uh, the actual <laughs> the actual results of millionaire is a little different. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the actual results that we're going to see here. Um, they're... It's not pools yet. Yeah, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Well, uh, but we like we, you know we know who's here, and and uh, it's going to be pretty interesting to see all these people in the same place. You know, a lot of this. What the cool thing about Summit is that um, it gets a lot of the same people, but where we see them each six months is you know not always the same. Um, the people who we are seeing at the top, right? Zane six months ago wasn't coming off of two back-to-back -back major wins. Yeah, He's kind of like. He was kind of just like nowhere. Like he was slumping a yeah. Mango, at a uh, last summit, that's a different mango than we're seeing now. Yeah, I'd say so. So we're seeing all these different things, but you know we're also seeing players who weren't on people's radar back then. Um, we talked about them. We talked about the Blues and the Mechs of the world, but like, what do you guys actually think going into this in terms of like, can these guys actually take any sets? Can these guys take games? Because as good as I think all these players are, you know, you got to admit that there is like a bit of a skill gap from the best players in the world yeah. to like really good players. Yeah. Um, but what do you guys think? Like, I, I think that like this is a good cast of players. Connor, what, how's your 
How much faith do you have in all these people? Well, um, I mean, I feel like there's very clear tiers mm -hmm. to me of like, these are the players that are almost guaranteed to do very well. Yeah. These are the players that are very likely to do very well. And then there's some players that are still sort of unclear or like could sort of subvert the expectations. Like I think a lot of people's expectations of Mango right now is that he's kind of feels like he can lose to almost anyone. Yeah. Uh, he's coming off of a 13th and a 9th. Yeah. Yeah. The last yeah. two majors, That's which is great. kind of like uncharacteristically quite bad yeah. for Mango. Yeah. But there's an old mantra. <laughs> Don't sleep on the kid. Yes. And it seems like he's had sort of a mentality shift. So I think uh, like a lot of general consensus people will sort of give him maybe fourth at best. But mm -hmm. I actually really like his odds against some of the people that are seated above him. Yeah. And besides that, obviously, JMook, we have no idea how he's going to do against some. Like, he hasn't played Latin before. He hasn't played Mango, yeah. as far as I know. Uh, no, I believe he no. I don't think he has. He played Kadoran at Genesis. No. Uh, he didn't go to the function. So he hasn't played, like, Sora. Yeah. Frenzy. Well, he played Sora at um, Smash World Tour Finals. <clears throat> okay. So, do you know what the result of that was? Yeah, he, uh, he beat him there. Okay, so we have that piece, but Sora has also spent a lot of time in the States. Grinding. True. He got second at Emerald City to Spark. Um, kind of a secondary tournament that weekend. I think Pip winning Low Tide City was really the big... I'm not familiar with that tournament. Can you... <laughs> yeah, well, well, <laughs> no, but I don't I, know who this Pip player is anyway. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even be bothered yeah, to make him so much. Yeah, they're not even here. Something about a sweep. Does someone say something about a sweep? <laughs> Another player that I think people should pay very close attention to is Salt. Yeah, yeah. agreed. So Salt's run at Genesis. I think that's his most recent. Um, like, I guess he he was at Function and LTC and kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. But at Genesis, he two would slug. Mm -hmm. He uh, went to game five with Plup. Yeah, that was a and someone who I'm forgetting in winners. Good question. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> but he he looked like maybe one of the best Falcons at the tournament. By eye test, for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, with Salt, um, he was someone whose online results were really good, right? Yeah. Uh, and on Cody and Espada. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, insane, because when we look at online, when online first was a thing, um, when Slippy was first a thing, I guess I'll say, yeah. is that we weren't sure what these wins mean. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, it was a completely untouched territory. It was yeah. like Wild West because yeah. people were beating people randomly. I remember when HBox started just dropping sets. And it was just like, it, it was, I just was doing this vlog. Every day you woke <laughs> up and you, you were, when you checked your phone, you're like, is Otez yeah. going to have a Hungry Box win now? It was right. just like whatever yeah. random. Uh, but but we like we learned through when, when tournaments came back that um, online is a little indicative, right? It's not one-to-one, yeah, -one, but the people who were able to have months and months of solid results, unsurprisingly, were still able to have a lot of yeah. solid results. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Can I actually, I just want to ask you something. I have this theory. Yes. Online theory. is like locals. Hello. Oh, hello. We, we've got our first uh, special we guest. guest. Hello. Uh, hello. You, it's kind yeah, of like, yeah, you know, I so we've got uh, we got our first special guest oh, here. We, I I'm a little off. <laughs> oh, God, we've got our first special guest. We have uh, intern, the man I said, intern. Official. 
the official <laughs> Melee Stats intern. This is SF. If you've seen any tweets from the Melee Stats account, uh, including the... What was your snarkiest one, would you say? Oh, when I fucking... Or I, I don't want to curse too immediately. Um, when I replied to Slime with um, the emojis, when he's like, you should like be saying that it's uh, S2J's Falco and Smash Daddy's Falcon. And, and I, mean, I think you've had snarkier. Oh, wait, no, it was definitely the Typex one. Yes. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good one. Melee online master player smurfed in a tyrant of O2. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah. Very smart, right? Did not win the tournament. Did not no, win the tournament. Got four. No, got four. <laughs> and a tyrant of O2. So this is, uh, this is SF. This is deserving of a snarky tweet. Yeah. yeah this, you know, the, the guy who, um, who makes it all happen behind the scenes. Oh, and, well, you came with the perfect time. We're talking about online. I love online. Oh, I, I actually, I was in a thought. You have a theory. It was more theory. than a thought. Yeah, it was a bit of a good. Theory might be the wrong word. It's pretty short. Mm-hmm. We'll go with thought. It's, um, I feel like online is like locals. If locals just had like a bunch of like way better players. Yeah. Because it's you get a ton of um, iterations. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of results to look at large data sets with a smaller group of players. Uh, you know, online you do get a bit of a larger group of players, but like, it was generally a same kind of players who would enter yeah. a lot of online stuff. The online grinders were the online grinders. True. So you got your Benz, your Max, your Salts, etc. I go on, Bobby, you know. And so, um, while online doesn't matter, it is a, a predictor. It's an indicator. Yeah. Yeah, it shows trends, and um, as long as you're looking more at, you know, the trends instead mm-hmm. of the individual results, it, it's, a, I think, an incredibly useful tool. Sure. In order to kind of, like, gauge, you know, how our return to IRL tournaments are going to go, you know? Yeah, I mean, at a local, if someone takes a set off of uh, S2J or whatever, it doesn't mean that they're suddenly the top 10 in the world. No. Uh, you know, if S2J is, like, 23 and one with that person, then I still think S2J is pretty good. Yeah, right? yeah one set it's, is it's, basically nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. stuff like that. Like, um, but if you have a player who is able to take a lot of sets or stuff like that, yeah, no, I think that's that's real because that's what we've been seeing from people like this. And with Salt, the big question was, well, you know, we've been seeing these big wins, um, like, and it made us reevaluate. What is a someone to beat Cody? Someone to beat Espat? Someone to beat Magi? It's like, what does yeah. this mean online? Uh, and then Salt did it in Genesis, right? Yeah. It wasn't uh, like you did beat Cody or anything, but was able to put results here that make me believe that that's something that they can replicate. Uh, and here at Summit, you know, that is the fun thing. You look at the salts, the frenzies, because it's not just like blue or dark genics or people. Um, each tier is like, this is their proving ground, right? Yeah. This is Kadorian's chance to take a set off of, you know, Magor Left or something, right? This is Frenzy's chance to take a set off of uh, whoever. Like, there's so many things at stake here for every single person. Um, but yeah, in terms of upsets, SF, you've never been asked a question on the Melee Stats podcast. Here we go. <laughs> SF, who do you think has a potential to make a big upset here? Uh, I feel like Frenzy is. Mm-hmm. I feel Can you like... say it in an uh, English accent? I Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Okay, I have heard reports. <laughs> I've heard reports from a uh, reliable source, yourself, that you have uh, family in England. Uh, yes, they are. Uh... Born and raised in LA, lived in Washington, in Seattle, mm, uh, and then yeah. moved to London. So okay, so that's why you're not able to do a yeah, add, yeah, no, yeah, not, no genetic rivalry. 
okay. inclination at all. It's actually awful. It would actually uh, produce viewers if I, if I tried it at all. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You know what? I like that you're thinking about viewers. Yeah? That's why you run the Twitter. Um, That's why we got that intern. Exactly. But you're talking about Frenzy. Frenzy, I think, is a great pick. Uh, yeah. Sell me on Frenzy as someone who can make a lot of upsets here. Uh, I think Frenzy has a lot to prove right now. Mm -hmm. uh, being in the U.S. is like last time at Summit in the VIP racket was not. No. I don't <laughs> want to bring it up too much, but there's a lot I love Nintendo, one of the best, you know, top, oh. top 50 player of all time. Uh, his Marth wasn't, though. His Marth was not a top 50 player. And if I see Frenzy versus Xander yeah. Doran, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think he's really good versus Sheik. I would really want to see him versus Pluck. I mean, he's the, when you talk about J-Mook's results, Everyone's like, Jay Mook's super great. He did super well at Smash yeah, World Tour. What happened at Smash World Tour? He did lose to Frenzy. It's yeah, like, they, they like, they like yeah. whisper it. They're like, he did lose to Frenzy, but he had a lot of really great wins. And blah, blah, blah. I lost to Ginger at Genesis. Lost to Ginger at Genesis. Okay, so, but like, Ginger is trending top 10. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ginger is looking so nice. But I think Frenzy has a lot to prove right mm. now. And I really, I look forward to seeing him. And I was uh, watching Friends with him versus Zane last night, where Zane. Zane was like three stocking him because yeah. he's Zane, but Frenzy still looked amazing and just really well composed. And I think he got a lot to learn from Summit and a lot to show. And I really think he can make a big upset. Yeah. He's very tall. He can probably see their inputs. <laughs> um, the only issue is that he's so far away from the controller that I don't know if it like. His like visual, <laughs> yeah. The speed of light does not travel fast enough. The trout, yeah. Process it, and then the trout actually rains in his fingers. Yeah, as well. yeah. There's, so there's a lot of signal processing. Yeah. Like, travel time for Frenzy. Frenzy, I think, has got like such great instincts. If you were six inches shorter, he'd be the best player. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> his feet stick off the bed. <laughs> so, who else are we thinking about? Webs. Is there anyone who you are looking at and saying that this person is going to make an upset? Um, well, I'm super interested to see where our Falcons end up in pools. Yeah. So we've got three super strong Falcons here, you know, of course, none being the perennial top Falcon. Highest placing Falcon ever in Genesis. Insane. Yeah, I mean, he had an incredible, it, and it's crazy too, because he came into Genesis and he was just out of practice. He, he had not been guy. He was tweeting about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, you know, he talked, I talked to him about it a little bit earlier today too. Um, I mean, he said that that helped him. He thinks that helped him mm -hmm. because... Like, you know, at the end of the day, he's playing for so long. It's like, as long as he's not missing his tech skill, which he seemed to be playing pretty well, you know, he played, didn't look super sloppy or anything in Genesis. It's like, he just needs, it's a, a mindset thing for him when he gets that level. So uh, being just there for content guy, I think gave, gave him a bit of an edge to do well. But really what I want to mention is, uh, you know, we already talked about Salt, so I'll bring up Mech. Mm -hmm. um, I did mention Mech's second place at Low Tide City with the win over Axe. Uh, also, what, I, what I'd like to point out too is that in Winterside, to get to Winter's Finals, he beat somebody who has been, um, I don't want to say a thorn in his side, but who has a winning record on him is Bobby Big Balls. Yeah. yeah. And to take a, a an in, uh, in-person set on Bobby like that, you know, on a big stage, it's like super, super promising for him to be able to stay composed. And then to go into Losers and beat Axe, too. It's like, you know, yeah. Mech, I, I think it's really good. I think a lot of guys are going to be on Mech because he's got these wins... But I'm not sure if we know, like, I think everyone's still putting a little asterisk next to them, right? Yeah. Because it's like, well, yeah, Axe, but Axe wasn't playing well, right? Yeah, that, no, eh, fucking Pikachu. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's Pikachu. Pikachu's not good. His controller was broken, right? Yeah, Axe is, you know, he's, he's got to get back into that mental place. <laughs> he's really ready to compete against. So. I heard his stomach was weird that day. Yeah, no, he didn't, like, it just was kind of weird. weird. We could say a million things about all the people that are losing. Club was not taken seriously, Mango yeah. was hungover or whatever. 
Axe still won Summit 8. He's still, you know, one True. of those guys. Yeah. Especially versus Falcon. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's very good against Falcon. He beat Wizrobe to win True. Summit 8. Yeah, that's actually great. So I think this this mech win over Axe is pretty insane, but like people are still not ready to give it all the credit. The same thing with Bobby is that like it's a Bobby win. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. But he did them both and he was he did it in winter semis and losers finals. That's, yes. like, that's a little different than the significance is the place and time. So I, yeah. I you know what whatever people however people feel about mech right now, you know, I think this is a chance to show that these are not wins that like are random, right? This is not a fluke. Yeah. Um like, uh, I mean, I think you could take, like, a Kodoran set. I, I, I don't I think that's really insane. No, no. I mean, it, Falcon Marth, like, sometimes Falcon hits Marth five times, and that's <laughs> all he needs, man. Hey, sometimes he hits him five times, and the fifth time was not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you, he was dead. That bear didn't need to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, like, across the entire game. True. Five oh, yes. Four stocks, right? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you drop a convert. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> really should be, yeah, four times. Yeah. yeah I'm just one, one point away. Conversion stock ratio. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Uh, Mac, I think, is a really great pick. You know who I want to see? And uh, have I said this because he's been on the show three times? I want to see Dark Genetics. Yeah. Because I think Dark Genetics is actually a very good player. He's someone who, because of his content grind, I think we forget that he is a player. Well, I mean, it's not just content too. He tos. Yeah, he's he's a he's a, a huge part of the community. Yeah, yeah. In like you know every conceivable way, right? He's he's behind the scenes on a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. He like edits people's videos. He's For Magi, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he ran the really Magi Summit awesome. campaign last year. Um, mm-hmm. He's the type of person who, because he's doing so much, it's actually it's like how commentators like people are like don't think of commentators as players. Yeah, <laughs> they're like oh. Play the game. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, despite the fact that, like, you know, Vish is amazing, Homie Waffles is amazing. Actually, the fact that I started naming people uh, means that I will inevitably leave out all the amazing commentators because there's so many people who are really good at the game. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of something similar with him where I think because he does so much, people, like, they don't think about this, his play. It overshadows all that. Uh, but no, he's a really good player. He, he's someone who probably is busy during like the function or the nightclub, right? A lot of his opportunities to show how good he is, he's pretty busy. Um, And I know he's probably making the most of this trip. You know, he's such like a, like, you know, one train thought of a lot of just like, uh, how can I make this the best experience? So I'm sure that he'll have that as well, but just to see him be able to play, I think that's going to be good. He's probably has like an insanely hard pool considering, you know, him and Blue are probably the last seasons. But... Yeah, Gauntlet. There's always Gauntlet. And I do want to see Snow Halation. Mm-hmm. Some some interesting things happen in this format, so. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. That's true. And he's going to get, I mean, what I really love about Summit is just how many opportunities mm-hmm. that the players will get against the field, too. It's not just like you get your pool. You also get round two Gauntlet, and then uh, we get final bracket. You know, it's, you, you can it's lose four times before you're out of the tournament and still win. It's insane. Yeah, that's actually crazy. Quadruple. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> With a couple elimination. Yeah. Everyone's still in the final bracket at the end of the day, right? Yeah, on Sunday, Sunday yeah. it's still a top 16. It's just all about uh, winners and losers. Yeah. That's insane. Bracket. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I mean, success for him um, and how I view it, I don't even think he needs to take a set. I think he's good enough to take sets from people here. So if he does that, that's a win. Uh, I think he'd be happy if he goes out knowing that he made Summit, if he if he put his mark on it, right? Yeah. Um, He's probably going to go Snow Halation, his Ices. Yeah. Uh, his Ices are very good, but I also think that he knows when it's funny to go Ices and when it's That's good for content. <laughs> so 
I think that we could see the Isis get destroyed, but it could be funny. Uh, and I would like what, however he fares at seven, I think it'll he'll, his imprint will be there. Um, we've had a lot of great players who placed 13th at Summit, um, but and whatever his placing is, 13th, 9th, or whatever, I think it'll be like the funniest 13th I've ever seen. <laughs> it'll be the most like content filled 13th place ever. <laughs> so I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, he helped me see the VIP bracket a little bit. Very true we've got a lot of hitters in vip bracket it's a, it's, it's have they um closed signups for it? no 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 we're going because oh, okay. it's, it's, it's on set oh it's on friday right, yeah. yeah but uh you know we got spark and logan yeah. dude the vip bracket is so stacked this time and it's going to be huge too because we've got a ton of really good players yeah yeah i think the vip bracket is going to basically be a regional sorry it's only like seven thousand hundred players. <laughs> Not these days. Not these days. Who even knows what the top one hundred looks like? Because the, the fun thing about stuff like this is that I am so unsure about everything going into this, right? Um, now, as someone who I do work on the MPGR to some extent, I would like it if this made more sense. But it is a lot of fun, like going to every single event. Uh, I'm like, it'll make more sense after this. Going to pound, I was like. Genesis was like all up in the air. It'll make more sense after Pound. <laughs> no, it didn't. And I was like, okay, function will make a lot of sense. No, guess what? It, it, it made like, less yeah. sense. Actually, function kind of like took us even farther away. <laughs> yeah. Understanding where every single event that happens, I've got no idea what's going to happen. Uh, and I feel like Summit is going to be the same exact thing. Summit, I'm so ready to throw every like preconceived notion I have about Melee out the window. Because whatever's going to happen, it's going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, what between after summit and the end of the ranking period is just like battle of BC. Uh, well, then they did extend it to double down. Okay. So you also get Gommel in there. Okay. I think. Oh yeah. That's CEO. Yeah. CEO. Yeah. 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 So many. Are we? Are we? Is this a buyer's market? Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. We're back. Melee is actually yeah. Is this a, is it a buyer's market website? I told you about buyer's market. No. I say this on the I say this on every episode now. I mean, it's like my thing. Uh, basically, the idea. Of <laughs> cool trademark. Tricks. It's a great thing to have. This is like what Edwin was on the show one time, and he said his thing is gambling. And I was like, I was like, I don't think that's your thing, and also I don't think it should be your thing. I thought his thing was like personnel development or something like that. Yeah, no, that's the thing he talks about. He always talks about how he loves football because of personnel development. Is he like when when he watches football, he, his eyes are on the sidelines for the coach to be like, uh, you know, de delegating. <laughs> uh, no, but the the buyer's market thing is the idea that ultimates in this way, where if you want if you're an ultimate player and you want to play other ultimate people, how do you do it? You can go online, you can play fucking twenty three frames of lag, you can play <laughs> some of the least charitable conditions, or you can go to a tournament, and that's what they've been doing. They've been doing it even when it was not safe. Yeah, that's true. 600 people in a venue in June 2021 um, when we were not really all back in the uh, Florida. It was Florida as yeah, well. Yeah, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so you remember that. They were, they were doing stuff where. Florida was ahead of the game when it came to not giving a crap about COVID. Oh, yeah. They, no, they were. <laughs> they, the yeah, they really did push it. They, they did what sure. COVID was, but they didn't care about it. They, they knew that they were not going to do anything about it. No, but. Uh, you know, Ultimate has been very good at attending stuff, good or bad, or however you see it during this day and age. Uh, but they've been attending a lot of stuff. And I think Melee is a little different, right? Our numbers are not as big of a game currently. Yeah. But even that, with all that we have, you have Slippy, 
Um, you have like this incredible thing where if you want to go to a tournament to play people, you can do that, but also to play people, you can just sit in your house and you can play some of the best people ever, right? Like, like they're all there. And if, if you're a top player, obviously you have resources to play other top players. And because of that, if you want to go to a tournament, there has to be something enticing you, right? Right. So that's like this idea is that I think we're seeing a lot of tournaments, but it's a buyer's market because if you want to play a melee, you have so many options. Um, okay, so I, it does make sense. It does make sense. And now that I've said that, I, I you know you can cross your uh, like little bingo card out. The melee stats bingo card. It's not the coolest thing that I can have. Oh, the waiting for game bingo card. Mm, yes, the waiting for game. Yes. We are not the melee stats podcast. <laughs> no, it's the podcast by melee stats. It's a podcast it's, by melee stats. Is it yes. waiting for game hosted by melee stats? Is that what presented by presented by Coinbase? Coinbase. <laughs> presented by Coinbase. Presented by Papa that's a good question um they said i have to be more athletic to get on their box and <laughs> i have refused <laughs> your coothness doesn't really like carry you that far enough you think for the box uh you know for the most cooth men in melee i guess it doesn't bring you that far way too much cooth <laughs> way too cooth. i'm too cooth a little bit just a little a little too cooth okay i don't know yeah, I mean, hey, I just come as cooth as it comes, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I can't regulate the coothness. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we ask the next question about? Yeah, well, I mean, so what were we talking about before, right? We're talking about upsets. I was talking about upsets, and we were talking about how. Oh well, who do you think is going to make a great upset? I think any of these players did. I think Dark Janix. Yeah, I said he's one to watch. Sure. Uh, is is he the person who I think is most likely to make an upset? Uh, probably not, and only because we have got so many incredible players here that it's like and he's yeah. likely to have one of the harder pools. He's gonna have one of the harder pools, um, and like with the talent we have here, it's gonna be really tough to be a 15, 16 seed, something like that, and squeeze out a really good win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think Salt's an amazing pick. Frenzy's an amazing pick. Sora is someone who I want to see because what I think of Sora. Um, like, I thought I knew how he was, and then he started going chic. Yeah. <laughs> and his chic took a set off of Fat Goku. And that's okay. All right. His chic took, took two, two out of four games on Fat Goku, and took <laughs> one out of one game on Fat Goku. I mean, hey, skin of his teeth. That's a, if you've got a character that you're comfortable against Fox with, it doesn't matter if it's chic or not. I mean, it is, yeah. It is a weird thing for a Fox player to say, I'm going to play chic yes. versus Fox, and for it him to succeed um so because of that i don't really know where Sora is at right but like the confidence he's in it a character switcher. he's gonna he's gonna do what he feels comfortable i've talked to him about it he's like yeah. if you're gonna be if you're gonna have like a secondary character a pocket character you gotta go into it with confidence mm-hmm. you can't be like switching to chic and thinking oh i don't know if this is gonna work you just gotta be like oh i'm good enough this is gonna be gnarly and they're not gonna see it coming you say gnarly I don't know maybe. exactly what it's called. Like, so, something, something very Australian. He ran it and it clearly worked against uh, the best player of all time, Fat Goku. And mm-hmm. He eked out a win against all odds. You know what's interesting to me is that it did work against Fat Goku. It did not work against John Wick at Genesis. Because <laughs> uh, that was a set he lost. John Wick is a really good player. Against John Wick. Uh, he, he went, went Sheik, he went Fox, he went Marth. Oh, he tried it all. Oh, the Sheik, I think, took a game. Uh, but yeah, he, I was going to say, I feel like Kevin just goes straight Sheik against, against Marth. Right? So that's what's interesting to me, is that the idea of, like, feeling out your characters and just, like, 
oh, you know what, I'm just going to go however, like, whatever, you know, indescribable sensation you have. Um, doesn't make a lot of sense to me in that, in that way, like, if you're that good. So I want to see how it works. Um, yeah, I mean, I literally have no idea how he can do in any set I ever watch him. I'm like, he can't yeah. beat this person, regardless of who it is. Like, he could be stepping up to the plate against left, and I'm like, there's a shot. Like, there's, there's a shot. To do this. We saw him last year versus Kudor. We saw him versus Esfan. He had all these opportunities at last summit. Yeah. Where it looked like it was a real shot. So I want to see what we have from him. Because I think he's got upset potential both ways. He's actually super true. He's a swingy player. He can take sets, and with this new mentality of just going wherever he feels like, he can definitely lose sets. So I think he's a fun player to watch out for. Definitely. Um, but yeah, to get to the bigger picture, we were talking about, you know, normal summits, you have this idea of this, like, blob of player who needs to prove themselves, right? We had that last year. It was really fun. Everyone took a set. But it was, like, players who pipsqueak, null, swift, Players who definitely are not known on the larger scale who have the ability to show that. And yeah. I mentioned earlier in the show, it's like tiers of players here, right? You've got, you know, your uh, top 10 players. You've got your top five players. You've got top 30 players. You've got people outside of that. And I think everyone has something to prove here. Yeah. Um, so Edwin Budding over on Twitter. Okay. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Does, before you get to there, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, because I, I know you're about, we're about to start talking about Edwin again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Zane has something to prove? Well, that's the thing. Because I have to. So Edwin over on Twitter, and I only saw this because Studebaker Hawk retweeted this. I do not follow Edwin. Uh, we all know this. It's <laughs> <laughs> really not a lot. No. See there. But I probably saw the one good post he ever put out because <laughs> Stu um, retweeted a thread that Edwin made. It was a really good thread. And it's okay. Hey. That's <laughs> with the endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's a thread about what everyone has to prove here, basically, oh. because this is something where everyone does have something to prove. And I think you're right. Zane does have something to prove here because we talked about this on prior shows. Um, he has the idea of this, like, juggernaut, right? Through online, he was this person who was like, Zane's the best. And when he had opportunities to prove that he was the best, he didn't always do it. True. He won Genesis 7, but when we actually came back from online, after he dominated online... We saw him lose Summit 11 in, you know, Summit 12 as well. We thought it was, like, one of the best Grand Finals of all time. Summit 11 Grand Finals was amazing. But it was also a set that, at any point, he could have won and didn't, right? And then Summit 12. He was a winner's side, too. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, for Mango to run two sets in a row on Zane. It was, hey, I, like, Dude. I was almost in tears watching that. Not even as a Mango fan. It was crazy, man. It but if you look at it from Zane's line. perspective, it's, you know, like, rock. He got a little it's like it's like you know the the skit they did at Summit Twelve then, where yeah. it was like, what happens if Mango doesn't win that set? <laughs> because <laughs> Mango winning that set led to Zane taking over the world. Like, yeah, just like genocide killing. <laughs> <the humans. laughs> and and uh, Shab came back. It was the Mango and Shab. Oh yeah, yeah. Shab comes back in time. He's like, Mango, Zane takes over now. You gotta <laughs> lose that set. And then Mango, of course, goes back and wins it anyway because he's. <laughs> good to get. I already downloaded it. It is both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's a little skit, I did spoil the three minute skit. Yes, I do call it. <laughs> those who have not seen But now we're kind of seeing the, the whole thing about Zane taking over, right? Zane's dictatorship. We're actually seeing True, this. True, yeah. It's, this is, fruition. it's real. It's really coming to fruition because what we saw, we saw Genesis and we saw Pound. That was the first time he's taken two back to back big tournaments. Yeah. He's been like the guy to beat forever. I mean, he didn't just take those tournaments, he seized. He didn't look beatable. No, he did not look he sailed through. It, we went from saying, 
I remember Genesis, before we had Genesis, everyone was just like, Zayn's the favorite. But if he runs into this person, it could be tough if he runs into this right. person. And then at Pound, it was like, oh, yeah, Zayn's probably going to win this, but this might be tough. Latin's chic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're a couple weeks removed, and I think it's completely different, right? Yeah. We're looking at Zayn, and we're saying, Zayn's the favorite, and I don't know if someone can take a tournament off of him. Three times is a pattern. Right. Yeah. If he's yeah. able to establish that level of dominance again, now we put Zayn in the double S tier above I, everybody. Yeah, else. I think mm-hmm. I think if he wins this tournament, then there's absolutely like you would ha- he would have to really have a rough June. He'd have to throw for content really hard. Yeah. <laughs> He'd have you know, to pull an H boxing. Yeah. 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 A little bit of H boxing. It would be crazy <laughs> to me if he didn't end up number one after winning the summer thirteen. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it goes further than number one, because when you're talking about a player like this, um, his legacy, I think, is impacted. I will say this: we have not. If he wins Summit, that's a more dominant streak than we've seen since maybe like Armada. Mm-hmm. Because Hbox is great. Hbox had stretches where, uh, like 2018, 2019, he was not really winning a ton of things in a row. He had his 2017 stretch, which, which I think bled into 2018 a little bit. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't want to get into the details of it, but it was yeah. like late Sh- Shine and Big House. Right. And that was when he started building his. GTX, all uh, summit, all that stuff. So I forgot about GTX. Yeah. Oh my god, he won so many tournaments in that period. That literally got him number one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because Armada, he, he had like a, a blitz of winning. <laughs> so, 2017 was so funny because it was Armada wins every tournament, and then it was oh man, Mega wins one, and then it was gets the one. Uh, Hbox wins every tournament. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we really haven't seen everyone someone win every single tournament. And Zane is on pace to become one of the most dominant players that we've ever seen. Right. This is one of the most dominant stretches. Yeah. But he actually has to do it. So that's what's at stake for this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we can talk about how fun it would be, but he actually has to do it, and he has to do it at a place where X is not a bracket, of course. That's like the one thing we usually say is like, what if he faces X? But yeah, it really has to be X players in bracket, time. actually. I would love to see Zayn in Max right now. That's Damn, a good question. I actually would love I, I would love to see that actually. Yeah. It would have to be in like you oh. know, round of sixteen or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, Probably in and Sunday. Yeah. It would have happened to Pound if um, Axe had beaten Leffen, but he did. So uh, yeah, we were yeah. close. Close. We were close. But yeah, no, Leffen. Oh, sorry. Uh, Zane is someone who he has less to prove, of course. What he has to prove goes beyond this year, goes beyond this tournament, and goes into like, is he on pace to become one of the best players of all time? Um, is he like having one of the most dominant performances ever? So I think that's what's on, you know, what's at stake for him. Um, but everyone has something at stake. Look at Magog. We talk about great performances from Zayn and Arrell. We see a little bit of the opposite for Magog. That's true. What we talked about, 13th and 9th? Yeah, that's so right. Those are not very high places. We... No. <laughs> Especially <laughs> when we're talking Mango. I remember I mean, the only other time in recent memory, I can remember Mango placing outside of top. It was 13th at um, Main Stage, right? Uh, yeah, he did 13th at Main Stage. That's it, yeah. 2019? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I guess that's more recent than I thought, actually. I was thinking that was really And this is a, it's still three years out, right? It's true. Yeah. It's an interesting mango because the whole tweet, you know, talking about everyone thought he was retiring. Um, and it's like, maybe it's not retiring, you know. Mentality, crisis. Mm. And then, uh, did you see any of his streams recently? No. He seems like he really loves Melee. He's um, he is actually in such a good mood at this tournament. Yeah. He's got a sleek haircut. He does. Oh, oh my god, god. I'm so stoked that Mango finally cut the damn hey, speaking of which. main. I mean, I'm taking my head off. <laughs> yeah, I buzzed my head. 
Are you like a? You're not discount slime. How would you describe yourself? Dude, the funniest you're like thing. Ten, the like funniest thing happened. Artisan slime. Slime. Artisan slime. Slime showed up today. <laughs> slime showed up today. And he thought he thought it was himself. <laughs> he had his mask on. He has a mask on over his face. And he comes up to me and he pulls his mask down and he has a mustache. <laughs> and he goes, We're the same. And then I go, We are the same. And he's like, Oh! It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I told him I gotta get the grain that pad all over. And I'll just start switching places. He's got a tattoo. You gotta get the tatted down. You'll see me just on the yard podcast, like talking about my balls. It would be good logistically for them all to have alternates who they can just like. You have to start being very existential. I think you also have to yell at children on Twitter. Oh, and tweet about yeah. tweet at tweet at Riot Games a lot. Tweet at Riot Games. Using Twitter is kind of where I draw the Let's see what cut of the yard's Patreon you get. And then see if <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll set some Patreon goals for me to scream at kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like the B team for the yard, right? They all have their little uh, the doppelgangers. Yeah, the doppelgangers. <laughs> Any generic white guy in place of Aiden. Yeah, Aiden's easier yeah, to replace. They, and they've got to be they've got to be rail a thing. little bit. Yeah, they do have to be the skinny, thing. Yeah, a little lanky. Ludwig, I feel like might be tough to replace. Actually, I was gonna say because the chest hole. I was gonna say he's got that beautiful head of hair, but. Okay, well, we're not having that conversation. I love your hair. I am not. I can't. Did talk you start loving hair more once you buzz yours? <laughs> Did you? No, start, I actually. I uh, don't. Don't make me start talking about hair, bro. Okay. <laughs> I like my shape. I like my shape. Let's talk about Mango's haircut. So this is a new Mango, right? We were talking about this. this not is only did he get a haircut, but he also got a beard, like trimmed and clean. Like mm-hmm. he actually looks. looks good. So is this nuke to have found confidence, or is you know, this him just being like? If I'm gonna get 13th, I might as well look clean. I mean, I mean, who do you think you would get 13th to? I don't think he's thinking about 13th. Still Halation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching him steamroll Fly Amanita like eight years ago. Yeah, we were all we oh, were yeah. Yeah. press start. No, he. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, we don't know what mango we're getting, and we've not known what mango we're getting for a while. This is not anything new. Yeah. Usually, the mango that we get tends to like find his way back to the top. Um, but this is the first time that I think people are a little afraid of what, you know, where he'll end up, right? What the mango futures are. Yeah, you know, if he, I don't think he signed up for double down. If he, what does he do at this? Maybe he gets like eighth of the top fifty, top thirty, whatever it is. Maybe he doesn't make top ten, right? Like, what are we seeing? Yeah. Yeah. This is a really pivotal tournament. So, what happens if Mango places like full seventh at this tournament? Uh, I think it's about, he would need to, that goes down to wins, right? Who did he beat here? Who did he lose to? Maybe he, but if he's placing seventh, who can he really beat? I mean, the way, I mean, some other people, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, that's, like, we do have these Falcons who are just capable of upsets. I feel like Falcon's an upset character, too, right? Yeah, Falcon's Mango. Mango's not as invincible against Falcons he used to be. Yeah, I'm still not sure if I'm willing to take the bet on that one. I will yeah. give you 20 to 1 odds. <laughs> I gotta see what Edward's gonna get. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Stop talking about betting. Edward's gonna come climb out of this. Those are the odds I would get to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very one sided. I mean, he was best in gods. Yeah, but in the past, I would give like 100 to 1 odds on like a random Falcon. Uh, you know, and not to say Mac and Salt are random, they're yeah. incredibly good players. But 
in the level know, in of Falcon that we thought could take a set off of Mango yeah. has changed drastically. Totally, yeah. yeah. I mean, for a long time, Wizzy couldn't do it. He did it like twice. Yeah, he did it online first. Yeah. And then, I mean, didn't he take a set at like he was Dream Hack Dallas or something? I don't think he ever ended up taking a set yeah, there before online happened. Yeah. He was really close, I remember, at the last summit, I think. Mm-hmm. It was like game five, last it was, dog. It was incredibly <laughs> close. Yeah. But if, if, I mean, if a caliber player like Wizrobe is not able to do it, then, I mean, Salt and Mech are great, but they are not Wizrobe. Yeah, is this the same manga that we're seeing but, six months but, ago? Yeah, it's the, the same manga. I, I can't wait to see, actually. I'm really stoked to, to see how Mango plays. Because, you know, in comparison to his recent results, I think he kind of, like, he didn't emo tweet very much. No. He kind of just went off the grid. Yeah. He, he was very honest and open about how he, you know, was feeling about competing. And, I mean, he seems to have kind of found the fire because he seems very happy where he is right now. And I, I think, think that's good. Yeah, yeah. I still think Mango's one of the top contenders to beat Zane at this tournament. Totally. No matter what has happened in the past month now. I still think he might be the number one contender. Yeah. Right? He's, like, so confused the best chance. It's insane. It's like, you could still, like, probably lose a lot. Yeah. Maybe lose to Frenzy. Yeah. I would still, you know, I've been saying maybe 50-50. I don't know about 50-50, but I do think, like, maybe maybe Club has a slightly close mm. uh, chance against Zane, but I can't think of anyone else beating Zane right now. Yeah. Well, I think you picked on someone who I think has a lot at stakes here. Plup. And I think it's Plup. Plup and Leffen, in different ways, but a lot of are similar, are two players who legitimately I have seen them play some of the best men I've ever seen. Right, um, they are able to like unlock states of being that we see from people who we call some of the best players of all time. Right, we see it from our what we saw from Armada. We see it from Mango. We're probably currently seeing it from Zane. But like when Leffen plays on, I think that, that is still the best melee I've ever seen. Yeah. He looks unbeatable when yeah. he's playing like that. Plub, a lot of times like that too. Right, he's like able to change your whole perception of what she can do. Yeah, but we haven't seen that recently from either one of them. Right. We've seen them do well. They, I would say they're both top 10 players, right? Yeah. But we need to actually see them put together a run because that's not what they've done recently. They do right. kind of fall in that same category. They've got like, good wins. They've got good wins. We know who they are. You know, they expect a, a lot from yeah. them. And they have an ability to beat people. Yeah. But are they able to put it all together, right? If you have a 40% chance of beating Zane and a 50% chance of beating Mango and a, you know, what, whatever it is, can you piece that all together and get into grand finals or something? That is very difficult. I think it's possible. I think mm-hmm. someone like Leffen and Plup, they would have to. I mean, I think that the, those are two of the players that I would say have the best chance against like Hungrybox, who we haven't talked about yet. Oh, but if they, if they are able to get past you know, the Hungryboxes <laughs> and the IBDWs and the Mangos, they still have Zane to face, and neither of them have really shown that they have like quite the the spark to beat him lately, mm-hmm. but. It's a different environment than the open tournaments like Common Genesis. They've got a lot of setups and time yeah. to prepare. Yeah, I think that's actually uh, super crucial, too. Yeah. Um, part of what I think what Mengel struggled with at some of these majors was he got fatigued. He's not yeah. ready for back fatigue. You know, Mango's old now. And I can say that because I'm older than him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, it, I mean, it matters when you are you have to be on, and it's not always throughout the day. Or it's not always in one chunk of the day. It is throughout the day. Yeah. It's in the morning. It's later on when you have your second. Five hours later. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's historically Mango could just like you know, turn it on and off, just show up, and he really has to 
kind of account for that these days, especially when the field has raised its its floor so high. Yeah, we saw him go down early to Fizzwiggle. And Fizzwiggle is a great player, but I don't think he's ever been top 100. No. He was on the no. ballot, I think. He, I think he made he the ballot in the he might have been like the, I remember yeah, we did the, yeah, like the one yeah to one ten or so. Yeah, he may have been definitely a strong player, but not number one in his state even. <sighs> taking a, a set off of Mango. Not really the type of person you would be losing to if you are in contention for best man in the world, which is what he was going to Genesis. Yeah, yeah it's true. I believe he was the one. Seed. He was the one. Seed. He was. Um, so that's bonkers. So yeah, right. It feels so recent, bonkers. and yet it's like that was a different world. Yeah. That was a different era. <laughs> <laughs> We're just flying through here. Dude, we're going, we're going, we've gone through like three eras yeah. since Genesis. We've gone through a whole era since the beginning of this podcast. True. Yeah. Oh my God. Melee has changed so much. Turmoil. Uh, but yeah, laughing the Plup, I think you know if you if you look at um, especially for Plup, the hardware is not there to the same extent of these players who we put them up with, right? Right. Plup had Genesis uh, five was able to like put together that entire run. But his next biggest win, what is it? Maybe the Dream Back Atlanta, Smash, Smash World, World Tour. Tour. Yeah, I would say Smash World Tour. But all these kind of fall flat when you compare them to Zane's second biggest win or uh, Mango's second biggest win or Hbox's, you know, yeah, fifth right. biggest win. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like stuff like this, right? Like Plup and, and Leffen are, are amazing. They're, they're great. And they're able to do like all these um, the great sets. And I think that both of them have showed at times that they are like clearly able to be the best player in the world but now that they're in like some of their in contention for this like are they actually able to put it all together um so that, those are interesting questions yeah yeah um you want to go down to hbox we talk about i do want to talk about hbox i think hbox is a really interesting this is the guy to talk about isn't it yeah. we did it a segment a few weeks ago this was hbox number is it is hbox number two uh and the, the answer was no and then uh, the function happened. Mm. Oh. And we are looking at an era where, this is a new era, <laughs> we're all, it's all eras. We're looking at an era where HBox um, had just come off of an online like year and a half, two years, where if you were like top 12 in your state, whatever state it was, you had a very good chance. <laughs> <outside Yeah. of shock. laughs> yeah, you, you could probably, you know, at least take a game. I think it's 12 in North Dakota. You would make them sweat. <laughs> you would uh, pop off. Like <laughs> I, uh, I think a good way to put it is that he was he was focused elsewhere. He was focusing on streaming. He's focusing on uh, growing his like ultimate fan base. Yeah. Doing a lot of ultimate playing. And you know what? In 2021, he came back to online stuff. And he proved doubters wrong in a sense. Um, he wasn't best in the world. But it was like, very clear that all these people who we saw beating online were not going to be able to beat him. I think his Riptide run had him beat like a few people in a row who, who were like <laughs> literally had winning records. On yeah, he ben. beat Ben. I think he had to beat Bees in oh, there. Yeah. Who took a yeah. set. Like his Riptide run was like a very good way of showing people he's not he's not washed. Yeah. Um, but the rest of 2021 was you know it's like oh okay he gets you know, he loses to Polish. Oh okay you know Polish is great now. Uh, oh, gets 3-0 by Polish. Oh, okay. It's like a lot of results that we weren't used to seeing from him. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think because of this and because of the online results that he still puts up, we have this idea that maybe he's like a little um, washed or anything. Mm -hmm. His in-person results for 2022 have still been amazing. 
Like he, I mean, you talk about the mango win. He got second at pound. He got uh, fifth at Genesis. And if you look at everyone else who he's comparable to, who came in winners at Genesis? None, none. With the stone man, yeah, and that sack could have gone either way. And he lost to Cody, IBW and losers. Who, yeah. I mean, is that kind of has his number in the story. It, yeah. yeah, especially yeah. you know more and more these days. It feels like. Yeah. Towards the end of that set too, he just looked like he didn't even believe he could win. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But Cody, I think you know, you're talking about number two in the world. Cody was a person to bring up for number two in the world. Mm-hmm. We saw Cody get um, third at Genesis. Great run. He didn't lose to J-Mook, but, you know, third. Lots of people lost J-Mook at that tournament. Lots yeah. of people lost J-Mook. Even J-Mook is he was in a great club. <laughs> and then the next tournament, he gets um, ninth. Losing to Kudo and Moki. Well, no, he won before the then. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was another one. He gets, yeah. ninth, he gets ninth at uh, Pound, and he gets ninth at Function. And before this, we, we don't even think about this because it happened before Genesis, uh, Nightclub VIP, he lost to Swooper and Aklo. Oh, I forgot about this. Okay. Dude, are we ready to talk about the Swooper loss? That was a set. If anybody actually watches that set, it was quite a set. <laughs> he didn't know Swooper only had $20. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he just, yeah, he was like, I thought he had like 401k or something. I was approaching the ledge. I don't know. I thought he had a savings. <laughs> In the future, if you sit down next to Cody, he asks how much money you have on you before you play him. Don't be offended. He's just yeah. trying to gauge how hard he needs to Can you just open your banking app real quick? I want to see what your checking yeah. account looks like. How many commas you got in there? <laughs> can, I keep, one? can I get both? Can I get groceries and pay stub? <laughs> he, he says, he goes, oh, not even one. <laughs> but, I mean, like, these results that we're putting together, it doesn't look like how he's playing. I'll say that. At least from Genesis. Yeah, I mean, he was playing great at Genesis. Legitimately one of the best uh, Marth Fox sets I've ever seen. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Oh, that was man, a great man. set. I, th- I thought he was going to do it at first. The way he was just so clean. And he rolled over H-Box and then losers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was, those two not look close. It's especially close. especially the, the H-Box set. Mm-hmm. It was, like, clinical. Yeah. Yeah, he is a really interesting person because, you know, we talk about stuff to prove. He's got to prove that he's still top five in the world because the results he's putting up isn't. But when you look at him, I think he's, like, I think he's really got that ability. Ooh. Oh, hey. Okay. Look who we have here. We've got, another, we've got another special guest. We've got... Oh, my God. Okay, there's a little more. careful. Do not bump this chair. Yes, this is... It's a precarious setup. Be careful about it. And then also there's a quarter down there. I can step out. You can just take my spot. I'll sit for like a little bit. Yeah. This is so... In the corner, we also have Pudgy Panda, Lay Trollface Problem, and Bundam. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Everyone wants to say hi. Okay. So you guys can come on uh, stream really quick. You guys want to? Uh, what is that? Is that rude? Uh, if you can just <laughs> actually like I'm every single wire will it's crash into the entire room if you touch it. But okay. if you can, if you can like not touch the wires, you're able to stay. This is your build test. Yeah, this is your test. Mission Impossible. I mean, yeah, it's like it's the lasers. You just have to miss oh, the yeah. lasers. But I watch the oh, buzz. That's so scary. Oh my god. Can I squeeze? This is my dream come true. Yes. Not being at Summit as a player, getting Pudgy Panda on Melee Stats. True. Mm, Very uh, true. Uh, Justin, I hate to inform you, we did decide as a collective Melee Stats. Edwin emailed me. He emailed me. <laughs> he emailed me. We don't use the email. He emailed me because it's that important. He said that guest appearances do not count towards jacket. So, unfortunately, I don't know if you need to leave, but uh, you don't get the stamp. <laughs> I can't stamp you on the way out. It's the only way, actually, that you can get past four. Dark Jacks, we were just talking about Hungry Box. What are your thoughts on Hungry Box? 
I think that he could win this tournament. It's insane that that's true, right? You're not really, like, it sounds like a joke, but it's actually so much truer than I think anyone's willing to admit. I don't think it's a, I mean, I don't even see how it could be a joke. I, the argument right now is that he has the second best results out of the entire melee field right now. You're not wrong. He's very consistent in a world where the two through five range is not very no. not consistent. No. Especially the last three, four turns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he is a player who I think can beat anyone. He is definitely a player who could take close with Zane and could beat Zane, the current favorite to win the tournament. Mm-hmm. I think counting him out is crazy. And I think that thinking that he might not place high is also crazy. I think that he's his, he's been putting up great performances last couple of tournaments. He's yeah. been looking solid online, and he's been playing a lot. He's able to make top eight, which is not a lot of people say. Yeah. He also very recently moved to the West Coast. Yeah, I think he's, he's got a he little uh, little bungalow. Right. Yeah, look, look, team looking apartments. Bungalow. Yeah. So he is <laughs> well rested. It's not like he's like flying from Florida or anything. He is well rested. Right. Yeah. This is his chance. That's cool. Bundon, what do you think? Of Hungry Box? Yeah, you've seen him prancing around here, right? I can't give you any like statistical analysis of Hungry Box. No, but I need but your, your vibe check on I it. think he's the greatest heel in Melee. Mm. Like if you go the WWE route, I feel like we need more evil personalities. And that's why I always support Juan. I'm like <laughs> a big Kurt Angle enjoyer. And that's what Juan is to me. He's the Kurt he's Angle of Melee. He's, he's not wrong, actually. actually. No, I don't know, he's just... He's he just, used to be. He very much used to be. But he puts sunglasses on, though. Yeah, sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, know man. He's going to get on the heel. Yeah, When I think of heel, I think, like, no fluxes. Okay. Oh. Maybe not heel, but more personality. He's yeah. like a mm-hmm. WWE superstar to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I don't know if it's a bit or it's you, but I love it, and I'm, I'm a fan. I mean, he's always been like that, right? He's been always been standing up during games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. popping to his music, and... <laughs> he brings an energy and like a feel to stuff that a lot of yeah. players don't. You know? Yeah, I love That's it. Super true. Yeah. Jeff, so the question for you is: Will you be H box this tournament? Do you think you can take a set of hungry box? I think I can take a set of hungry box. I don't think I will play hungry box, but I do think I can take a set of hungry box. What if he puts on the sunglasses? I don't think I have a chance. Do you know? <laughs> you know my. You know what I think you should do. I've said this before in the podcast. You go um, black dock on battlefield. I raise one. I go game and watch. Oh no! Just completely invisible. I I think honestly I don't think there's a way he wins that. He's just buried in place. He doesn't know where you are. Fuck that might work. That might work. That is the matchup. What do you do when he takes off his sunglasses mid game though? You slap the controller. I think you, I think <laughs> you go up to him and you're like, really? You're going to do this? You're really going to take up sunglasses? Really? It, it'll be you're a trying to beat that. You put them on. You put them on. You put them on the table. I put them on. You put them on. My, even if I lose the set and I fought his sunglasses, I go, I'm a champion. True. 100%. I think you get to keep the sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, what are your goals going to summit? We were talking about you earlier. I have some very true things to say. Rude. Uh, uncompromising. <laughs> so, I don't know what people said about me, but here's my complete expectations. People expect me to go zero and five or zero and six and not take a game. Mm-hmm. I will do my best to subvert those expectations. I would like for more people in like the casual sphere to have an understanding of who I am, what I do, yeah. the videos I make, and the events that I run. And I think that me being on the summit stream publicly and doing stuff will help with that a decent amount. And the main goal I wanted to have, honestly, is just, like, have a good week 
in California with a bunch of my friends. And in that regard, I've already succeeded. We're about to get dumplings with a handful of people who have never been to some before and probably will never go again. Okay, over-under for this week, 4.5 times you go to Hot Pot. Over-under. <laughs> I've already been once. Okay. Ooh. So we're at, we're at one. Yeah. I'm going tomorrow. You're going tomorrow? Okay, we're at two. I think under. I think I'm going to be at, it's going to be a three or a one. So does, okay. does that mean it's a bad week? No, I think that it's because we, I already planned dumplings today. Or violence planned dumplings. How's the violence, oh, by okay. the way? I do have one more goal, though, I should mention. Yeah. I want to make it far in Survivor. Dare I say, I would like to win Survivor. Okay. And we, I have been prepping. You know, I think that you are someone who. So, Mikey asked me how I think people go Survivor. He said, "Who do you think's gonna win?" I said, "Lod." Lod. Lod has a job I love and that. Uh, has a degree, multiple degrees, I believe, uh, and that's something that makes me confident. I think a lot of these smashers. <laughs> I love these people. This is actually a great summit to go to. Thank you. This is a great summit to go to because um, a lot of people who are here, yourself included. Fendi, who is not, uh, like, too big to show up on the show. Here. He doesn't like us. I'm not to Fendi. He didn't show up. I'm happy with, like, everyone who's here, and I'm also happy with the, the players who are here. I like all these players. However, I don't trust Smashers in a lot of scenarios. So the scenario where, like, I don't, I don't really know what you have to do in, in the, uh, the Smashers Council thing, but I believe it's probably going to be, like, well, it's like math or something. What is there math involved? So this, I can give you, like, yeah, let me yeah. give you a brief overview. So the way that the Survivor format works is that we start with two teams of eight, mm -hmm. and we do team challenges. After every team challenge, the losing people can't team work together. will vote someone off. Okay. That's the way Survivor works. When it gets down to eight people, we go to individual challenges. At the end of individual challenges, uh, people who are not immune will vote a person off until we get down to three people. When we get down to three people, all of the other players will vote on who deserves to win from those three people. So you can't play grimy. Like, if I'm in this room of people and I tell everyone, Yo, SF is trying to vote everyone off. Let's vote off SF. But then I tell SF that, you know, we got to vote off webs. Everyone's voting off webs. Everyone votes off SF. SF's oh, like, in the final round, why the fuck would I give Dark Gen X the final round? He played yeah. like, a, like a jackass. I'm yeah. not going to give it. So you got to play, like, both smart but also not grimy. But also you can play grimy. Just don't let people think you're grimy. It's deep. You're my pick to win. It really it seems like you have uh, prepared a lot for this. Yeah. I have <laughs> That's three, why he's my pick. <laughs> I have three people to thank for that, because in total, I have received 20 pages of information about Survivor from Magi, Bonsai Warrior, and Zamu, who have all told me things. Oh, uh, Zamu's a big Survivor. Here's a Melee Stats exclusive. This is going to prove who watches the show or not, okay? I have a fucking idol. I have an immunity on oh, You really? do? I have a fucking immunity. I have Already the only immunity on right now. If you watch the show, you'll know that. I will tell you all later, and they'll probably show it later. But don't Melee stats exclusive. do not vote me off round one. I will <laughs> fuck you up. <laughs> Damn. Damn, you Damn. really got an immunity already? But don't tell people that. You just said it on... <laughs> you just, the players are watching. You just, you you just said it on what is probably the second biggest Melee podcast that, that is weekly. Bi-weekly. <laughs> Bi-weekly. <laughs> Yeah, I have full confidence that people who are top players are playing mail right now and not watching the podcast. I think there's, I think they're all probably talking about what they're gonna watch when they get back, and they're all probably like, yeah, can't wait to see it's waiting for game to be up. What if I'm bluffing? This is why I know he's gonna be good at Survivor. Oh my god! Or, I'm sorry. Uh, Smash Council. Smash oh, and Council. to be clear too, uh, the immunity <laughs> legally idol. distinct. The way the immunity idol works is that when, if you get voted off, like 
you you don't reveal the immunity idol until mm -hmm. like you've been voted for, and then you go surprise bitches. <laughs> you you hold it up, and then they. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, those are not counted. They're not. That's, that's that kind of so the way it works yeah. is let's say there are four votes for me and three votes for Wheat. And I'm like, here's my idol. That guy's going down. No, yeah. Yeah. But you reveal it after the votes are. I actually don't know. I got to ask about I'm pretty sure that it's you do? it's revealed after, yeah. yeah. So I just can keep it in my pocket. And so it's like because, yeah, yeah, because that way, you know, it's so just chilling. They'll just vote for other people. Yeah, right. I'm just chilling. Yeah. They got to flush it down. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you don't even. Maybe you're not chilling. <laughs> maybe I know who has it, and we have an alliance. It's all my game. It is. It's all my game. I will and say this is part of it. This is not even a my game. I already have. I'm not a my game. I, I've already got a little alliance. So oh, you're winning yeah. summit. I would like to do well at Smash's Castle. A lot of part, like I, I mentioned this earlier. One of the goals that I have is to like try to make it a little bit further in the casual eye. If I get knocked out of Smasher Council round one, I don't do that. Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. I, I'm here to win. Yeah. You know who's on your tribe right now? Yes, I do. Um, they'll find out. They'll find yeah, out. I don't think that we're. Really I don't think we're allowed to reveal it. Yeah. But, um, I will say that the summit art poster might be split directly in half with the teams. <laughs> Not to <laughs> now, <laughs> now, actually. Did you make the art poster this time, Dude. or did they put Swift okay. in your place? So, <laughs> actually, fun thing about that, and this is the last thing I want to take, because I'm supposed to go to dumplings, and these people are probably starving. Um, the Dark Genix on the poster looks nothing like me. Uh, I was talking with Rachel about this, yeah. and she said to make it more resemblant of me, I have a little mole on my face. Actually, it's right here. Mm -hmm. And there is a mole on the face of the guy who's on my spot. I was gonna tell Swift to sign it, but <laughs> they didn't they want didn't want to do that. And I asked, like, is there any reason why you picked the mole as the facial defining characteristic? And she pulls her mask down and shows me an identical mole wow. in the exact same spot. Oh, that's cute. Oh well. Well. Sympathy. And on that note. <laughs> On that note, I will go devour dumplings. Enjoy melee stats. Before you leave, who's your pick to win? I need picks from all of you. I think Zane's winning this, okay. unless I stop him. The fact, okay. But <laughs> I want to see an H god win. I'm going to be completely real. I, I, I want to see would, an H god yeah. win. I, I had a feeling. See the, a wrench thrown into the gears. I had a feeling that you'd say that. Bona, Survivor, I think Lod's a great pick. Okay, thank you. There is Sorry. a top three. There uh, is a side event. Hold on, dude. Okay. Let's go. Mr. Panda? Okay. Dark Genix easy. Okay. We've got two votes for Hbox, two one vote for uh Dark Genix. So I think we're good. Do you wanna you wanna say your vote? Who do you think's gonna win? Survivor? Yeah, for the tournament. For the tournament. For the tournament, H God, Survivor, got Justin. Yeah, all right. So it seems like we we've got a pretty consensus pick on who's it's gonna be. All right, enjoy your dumplings. I will see you guys tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow and I'll see you on the island. <laughs> Careful. Man, just such a professional. I'm telling you. Okay. Thank you. You guys yeah. have successfully <laughs> walked through the minefield. I'm stoked that none of the boards got They did an incredible job. True. If they had obstacle boards, I think they were not going Yeah, that, you know what? He wasn't lying. He was prepared. He was. Yes, Connor. Uh, yes, you are back. back on the couch. Back what are your yeah, thoughts that you have? Uh, yeah, so I think Hbox. I feel like there's too many people that have like better odds to beat him than not, or like 
too good of odds to beat him. Like mm-hmm. you, IBW obviously is like way yeah, up. I feel like he has time. to just dodge Cody. He has to dodge Zane. Cody and yeah. somehow beat yeah. Zane, which he hasn't done in a while. And I honestly think he would also have to dodge Mango and Pluff and Leffen. Maybe. Or beat all three of them. I, I think that he could beat all three. The age box that we've seen recently, I think, is redefining what he can do, right? Maybe so. We, you know, what it was. It wasn't too long ago when we saw Amsa 3 0 him. Remember that? Right. Uh, he beat Amsa at Pound in a way that really looked replicable, right? It looked like something that. What was the. Was it 3 0? I didn't see it. I think it was 3 1. Yeah. Amsa took But it looked like something that, you know, if they play a bunch more sets, I could see H5 come out on top. Um, Pluff is someone who's really interesting to me because when he's on, I think H Box is. Always a problem, but someone who, you know, he's going to end up beating. Um, their set at Riptide was super close, and honestly, like, one rest there uh, is completely different, right? We yeah. saw we saw a 3-2 where Pluff was able to pull that out, um, especially a Pluff in character crisis. I think that's someone who's always scary. I actually don't know who Pluff's going to go if he plays in H-Box again. Zero idea. Yeah. It's a complete mystery. Pluff, I mean, dude, when he played Salt at Genesis, he literally went, chic, chic, chic. <laughs> Lost two of those games. Fox, Sheik. One. Yeah. Yeah. We well, yeah, one of the Fox. One of the Fox. Went back to Sheik. I feel like he just can't decide right now, and it's almost like to a detriment too. I feel like um, his characters are almost too good. It's like <laughs> it's like a problem of, uh, of abundance. It's like, yeah. Where do I where do I put my points? It's like with Sora too, but I don't know. Puppet has like less confidence in where he should use those characters for. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's like the opposite, because Sora's like overconfident. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, he's still trying to feel it out. Sora's like, oh, man, let's go mom. You sort of had fun with it. You're just like, oh, there you go. Nailed it. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 would, I wouldn't be that surprised if Hunter Box won, but I don't think he's my pick. I think he has to get through too many people that have too good of odds to beat it. I agree. Yeah. I, I think that the the a, most a likely scenario for HBox is that he outlasts the competition and we go like I guess HBox is number two in the world. Right. I, I think he's like all but guaranteed top three at this tournament. I, I think he'll at least get there. We'll see. I people are scary for him here, right? Yeah. Um Leffen when he if Leffen's on, I think Leffen is really good versus H Box. Uh, if Mango's on, right, we've seen that. And then we just did see him get 3 0 to Genesis, so it's like, what Mango are we getting? What Leffen are we getting? Hbox, we kind of are seeing that we, he doesn't really have those performances where he doesn't, like, he's not off to the same extent as yeah. some of these other players are. Yeah. He is somehow, in 2022, completely different than 2021, he is like the consistent player among those. That's kind of weird to think about. It's him and Amsa, I think, are the most consistent players in the top. Five, ten, or so. Whatever yeah, we're, we're talking, talking outside Zan, of course. Yeah, because yeah. he's just going to get number one at everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, like, you know, as a disclaimer, just exclusion, yeah. excluding Zane from this conference. Excluding yeah. Zane, um, he is probably the most consistent person, him and Amsa, yeah. uh, in a way that we've not seen Cody be. And Jigglypuff and Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For consistency. Sake. Who would have thought? Yeah. Right? It, it's, so it's really something like that. Like, is HBox the type of guy who's going to end up winning this tournament? Uh, not without like a bunch of huge upsets on the other part of his bracket, right? Yeah. But is he someone who can get top three here? Yeah, I think he's got like a really good chance of getting top three. Totally. All the people who mentioned, I think Cody has a better chance of winning this whole thing. I think he probably has a worse chance of getting top three. 
Iron you think Marys. it's either win, like first place or seventh place for Cody? Or ninth place. I think Cody has, yeah, Cody's got the ability to lose to a lot of people here, but Cody also has the ability to just go nuts and, you know, end up like winning the whole thing. Make everything look unmovable. Yeah. Fox right. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. He really does make Fox look like the character everyone thinks Fox is. Yeah. 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 He's, he has this Dude. ability to just be like, yes, I will utilize these tools in a manner that invalidates. <laughs> yeah. like, Shit, I feel invalidated. Right <laughs> He's very good at that. Um, it's hard to pick one person to win the tournament. Obviously, Zane is like the favorite, mm -hmm. but we've uh, seen Zane be the favorite and lose before. Is this a new Zane though? Is this a different Zane though? My seen? my brain says Zane. My heart, my gut. I actually do truly believe that we're going to see a new Mango. I think Mango can win. Yeah. I mean, it's not the first time that Mango's gone into a summit, not projected to win, and end up winning, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, he's had some something unclicked and clicked in the last month since Genesis that I think... Well, since Pound. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> since Pound. Yeah. That it makes me think we're going to see... A whole new level of like Super Saiyan Five. Uh, yeah, Mango. What's interesting about Mango is that he historically has not been great at Summit. It's just the past True. two summits have been some of the best performances ever had. Yeah. Um, he made Grand Finals at the first Summit, and then he missed Grand Finals all the <laughs> way <laughs> to Summit. Till <laughs> Summit, he made Summit ten Grand Finals oh, online. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, people yeah, don't generally don't tend to count that. Yeah. But yeah, for in-person summits, he made one, then he made eleven, and not the grand finals. He didn't make it in between. Yeah. So, but I think he's kind of turned the tables, right? We see some at eleven, we see some at twelve, and we saw how he did at these in-person uh, open bracket tournaments. Maybe is this a new mega we see? I think that's an interesting bit. Yeah. Another before I hand it off, another key piece of <clears throat> intel that I think uh, might be a huge factor. This is the first summit that Mango is staying at the hotel and not at home. Ooh. Oh, that is a yeah. So I think he's in game mode, like more so than we've seen at previous summits. I think everyone so, would like a Mega win, right? Yeah. Not only do I think I would like it, I think it can very likely happen. That is my pick to win Summit, Mega. SF, when you started your week, did you think you'd be in a hotel room in an undisclosed location? <laughs> <laughs> About to give. Uh, your thoughts on who's going to win Summit 13 on, on one of Melee's biggest podcasts? <laughs> one of? We could be, you know, top. Radio Melee? Maybe top 10? I think what I used to say uh, way back when was that we are Melee's biggest podcast without a top 100 member as a consistent podcast host. <laughs> That's actually yeah, a pretty, that, good, yeah. pretty good metric. But now, yeah. Yard. Uh, they're not a they're, they're not a guest. Are you guess. sure? They do talk about Melee once every no, 10 episodes right, or right, so. You're right, you're right. They, they're like a dick podcast. Right? They're a, yeah. a dick and balls podcast. They're yeah. a vacation podcast. They just take trips and then talk about it. True. Man, is that what we need to do? This guy sounds hype. Hey, well, I'm on a trip right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, Edwin Ambi, go to Fate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and Smash Can? I'll pitch 20 bucks for that. Okay, I'll send you guys. If everyone in the world gave us 20 bucks, we should go to every tournament we want to That's just It's the waiting for game tax. Uh, SF, here's your time. Make or break. This is your star making performance. No pressure. No pressure. At all. Who do you think is going to win Smash Summit 13? Uh, Zane. 
Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean. I feel like all the data says Zane, mm-hmm. but like Zane at Summit is just such a weird thing where like, I remember after Genesis uh, 7, where he won, I was like, wow, this is it for Zane's number one. And then he like lost a, a fluff, got three of a fluff there, yeah. and lost to Mega. I was like, what? And I don't know, I think there's something with Zane at Summit that I just don't feel so confident in saying that he's going to win. I don't know if it's like an endurance thing, or it's like that, you know, he's, I don't know. It's you know what I think it is actually? It's not that it's about him, it's about his opponents. Mm. I think that maybe the summit atmosphere kind of helps his opponents more play to his level and like that's yeah, like, kind of step up to his level. Yeah, so, you know, I don't feel like he plays necessarily worse at summits. I mean, look at Summit Eleven, the Grand Finals. Yeah. I will not shut the hell up about how I think it's one of the most insane yeah. couple of sets of all time. You know, the stakes and everything that led up to it, and, and then for that quality of gameplay to have happened, it's just outrageous. It's so yeah. you know, I think that more than anything, Zane has achieved this standard, this floor at open bracket tournaments that makes it incredibly difficult to overcome him mm-hmm. because he's not, you know, he's there to win. He's prepared. He's clocking in. He's not wasting energy in his early sets. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, he's there to win. And um, it's easier for other players to get into that mentality at this yeah. tournament. Yeah. Especially when they're getting concerted, consistent, nonstop warm-up over yeah. the course of five days yeah. to really... All melee all the time. Yeah, and, you know, it's part of that's, like, it's not an open rack tournament. You're still going to be playing a shield of melee over five days, so you have to be able to reserve that energy for Championship Sunday. But if you're able to do that, we get smashed some of the grand finals. Mm-hmm. And I would love, you know, not necessarily for it to be Mango and Zane again, but to just get another grand finals of that caliber. Yeah. And Summit is the place where we get sets like that, man. Summit is where the magic happens. Yeah, I think you make a great point because when you talk about Zane, yeah, the, the idea of like Zane at Summit, right? Does Zane play worse at Summit? I think what you, you pick up is great because his A game and his B game are both incredible. They're like almost indistinguishable. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's so just solid. It's he like drop these, these conversions. His B game is like he's playing at 98% or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. His B game is still so good, but it's when you have, you know, his B game versus someone else's B game, that's why it looks like it's, you know, this crazy gap. Um, but if you have his B game versus someone else's A game or his A game versus someone else's A game, that's where we see sets like 7-Eleven, right? And that's where we see all these things of being like, maybe Zane can't win a summit, these types of things. I think it really comes from that. You have a great point of it's the preparation of everyone else. Yeah. So does that come into play here? What do you think, Webs? Who is your pick for Summit 13? Zane's my pick. Mm-hmm. But um, what I'm more interested in is top three. Okay. I want to see who makes it to winner's side, winner's, winner's, side, winners finals, mm-hmm. who makes it to loser's finals, and how those sets play out. And I think that's going to be really interesting because Connor brought up earlier about there's a lot of players when it comes to like HBox, uh, HBox Club, like Cody, Mango. All of these guys have not necessarily, were, yeah, left Jay, it, yeah. Jay Mook. And then, yeah, yeah I, mean, have, I mean, we have so many It's like, I can't even, like, you know, to talk about losers' finals and winners' finals in the top three spots, there's six players that we could bring up that yeah. could all very conceivably be in those spots. In my opinion, probably like more 10. you could say. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, really yeah. insane. It is honestly, probably. how long have we gone on this podcast and this first time we mentioned Jay Mook? I, dude, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we should actually do another episode. Yeah, yeah. just. <laughs> We can, I mean, we can quickly talk about, like, obviously he didn't look like he could really do anything about Zane at Genesis. Which, he took a game. He took a game. In winner's finals, he not only did he take a game, he took an last stock, 
at least one of the other games, and I think that he easily could have taken that game five. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but it, it was it's you know Zane's consistency and his ability to. It know, was it was a lot of the small things. It was a set where you know you have. I think Edwin very eloquently said, if you give Leth in the controller, like, that, you know, during, like, edge guards, then J-Book wins. That's pretty Edwin funny. was like, if he just watches Zane versus Leth for 10 minutes, he just win these sets easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's like, it's true. There, there were a lot of moments where you would see, it'd be like, oh, J-Book doesn't know this, or J-Book is afraid of ledge in this mm -hmm. scenario, J-Book... But yeah. it was still doing amazing, right? It's this type of thing where, like, normally you'd see these things and you'd be a little like, hmm, not sure how I feel about this. But the fact that everything else is going so well and it still looked like a really close set, even with those, like, kind of glaring holes, that's something, yeah. I mean, are, are we going to see that from Jay Are we going to see that consistent throughout or are we going to see those glaring holes? I, I think, you know, it's, he showed what his peak looks like at Genesis and what were sort of looking for in his performance this weekend is how does he square up against people who are also playing at their peaks? Mm -hmm. We haven't seen him against Mango. We haven't True. seen him against Leffen. We haven't seen him against Kadoran. Yeah. We don't know how he's going to do against any of these people. Obviously, he set the precedent that like he can beat practically anyone if he's playing great. He 3-0'd IBDW, when, as yeah. our friend Zane pointed out, not top player saying Pangu <laughs> yeah. pointed out IBDW is very good against Sheik. Yeah. Plus, it's also very good against Sheik and Jamie will beat both these players. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he does against someone like Mango, who is very good against Sheik as well. He's good against everyone. Yeah. And against Leffen, who is very good against Sheik as well. Like, we don't know how he's going to do. We don't know if he's going to play to the environment like some other players do. Or, and we don't know how, how he's feeling about the pressure. It's also his first time at Summit, right? This is his first Summit. Yeah. Now, what he did, his first time on stage, uh, really his first time on a big stage, you know, maybe you count for a local fight night. That's online. I don't think that counts. Um, I think his first time on a big stage was Smash World Tour, where he did pretty damn well. Uh, and then his first time on a huge stage was Genesis, where he did beyond damn well. <laughs> so yeah. we've seen like a, a level of confidence that... He's like pretty much unmatched from any new player you see. Totally. So it's it's yeah. up to like you know in a situation like this, Summit, which is every other player who we said could win or could do really well has been here so many times. <laughs> uh, for Jamie to be this this is his first time. It's a completely different environment, right? It's not like uh, you know Genesis and Evo where there's like a corollary, right? They're they're like similar in a way. This is a completely different environment. So we'll see. I think he's yeah. gonna be an interesting person to watch out for. I think he's you know. Outside chance to, to get top three do really well, but uh, Webbs, if you continue your point, we I heard J Mook and everyone's ears just popped up. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a larger point there that we all just kind of ran over, though. Um, yeah, it wasn't necessarily a larger point, but it was more just that uh, you know I think that when we talk about who's going to win the event, like that's not my biggest like thing that I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because we do have a clear favorite. You know, insane. it's insane. And the story is like, will he do it? <laughs> but there are so many more storylines at play. So, so much more at stake for all these other players that looking at, you know, who's able to make it through Gauntlet into winners and then take advantage of that, mm -hmm. push themselves farther is really going to be the storyline to me. I mean, everybody loves, you know, people who are, are true melee heads love Top 64 Day. They love watching those sets where the those players, those incredible players from around the world, 
international, you know. Uh, see what wins we can take out. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, at Summit, we get a little bit of that. We get, you know, uh, I mean, honestly, for the amount, number of players we get, we get a lot of that. We get yeah. a lot of sets. We get the round robin pools. Sets. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's so much yeah. melee. And so we're going to get uh, basically round two pools of mm-hmm. a super major over and over again for two and a half days before it gets to final set. Yeah. Round two pools is like officially the melee stats round. <laughs> we're going to sponsor it like people sponsor highways or something like that. Round two pools <laughs> brought to you by brought to you <laughs> melee stats. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna like somehow we're gonna make Papa John's okay with us like co-signing round two pools. No, they are really like it is a time where um, it's really fun to watch. The viewing experience is amazing. Yeah. Uh, the, but getting into melee is now is a better time than ever. True. Just to, to be able to and, and getting into melee too, you're not actually able to truly appreciate what I mean by that because the yeah. quality of play has just gotten so high, and that it's something that you expect. Yeah. If you know if, if you've just started watching since like 20, 20 you know twenty nineteen something like mm-hmm. that. You know, now it's 2020 and everyone's so 2022 and everyone's so good. Um, but even if it's like, even if you aren't able to appreciate the step up in quality, you're still able to appreciate it just at how damn good and fast people play this game. More than ever, um, you know, I remember being at majors and you know the round two two pools thing is very fun. You're you're like scrambling around, yeah, and you're like Love looking for this. There's thing. a bunch of people on this set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, then someone's like, I hear Mokey's playing this guy. He's down oh <laughs> one. And, <laughs> and then you like run over, and then uh, then like by the time you get there, they're like, this person just wants like. Yeah. It's I like the vibe is amazing. Man. It's like so I, what I imagine like the Wall Street floor is right. Like everyone's just <laughs> running around, got bills in their hands. Yeah, it, it's insane. Like everyone's like going around like they're newsies or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And the thing is that, like, we've seen tournaments where that, like, goes before round two. Because, or, like, earlier round two than you ever expect, because of what you're saying. It used to be top 64, and now it's round two. And now it's round two. two. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting back. We're just, like, further and further back. Look at round one pulls of the function. Oh, what about? Ooh, the oh, level of play that we've been seeing well, is insane. To be fair, there was no round two pulls of the function. Okay. Which well, went to top 82. True. Okay, well. Still, so, round one is the new round. Two. Literally, yeah, it was round two match. Like not round two for advanced round two match. <laughs> well, whereas in the past, for a large regional like the function, you would kind of breeze over pools. Yeah, now pools are worth watching. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, I think you're right because this is this is an event that um, it has that idea of of this like you don't know what's gonna happen, right? There's uncertainty. Yeah. But the level of play is still so high. Yeah. That, did you say you're paying for? I rampant into it. The level play is okay. still so high, and I, I truly believe oh, that we we have no way of knowing what's going to happen here. I think there's like, yeah, uh, we could Doctor Strange it. I think like literally like any smattering of these players in any order seems feasible to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, could Blue win it? Who knows? <laughs> I would love to see. I can not look see. I met Blue last night. He's a great kid. Blue, can we do the Blue Minute real quick? Yeah, let's do the blue minute. So I, I, I uh, separate webs. So I, <laughs> I flew in last night, and uh, blue land about the same time as me. So uh, blue uh, bonfire and I all grabbed an Uber mm-hmm. uh, over to the hotel. So I got to talk to blue a little bit. Um, blue started playing the first tournament twenty eighteen. That's insane. This is an, another generation. People who started in 2018-2019 and onward. What do we even call this new generation? He's part of a generation. He's He's like kids. He doesn't remember when yeah. Summit first came into Smash. It was live. Did you ever see our model yeah, play live? You've never seen. I know that. I didn't go to that part, but uh, <laughs> I mean, probably not, right? 
I mean, SF, you came into the scene in 2019. Yeah, like, sorry, 2019. Genesis 6 was the first tournament I watched. Wow. So you're part of the Silver Generation. It's like how Doc Kids, like, they're like, no, I started playing 20. It's like, no, Doc Kid. Doc Kid, No, like, I started playing, like, January 2013. No, you're a Doc Kid. I mean, I mean, I'm a Doc Kid. I started in 2013, but you know, that's a document. True. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And now we are uh, ruthlessly mean to the new generation. Well, we're getting pushed out. <laughs> There's something happening here. I haven't um, said that, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Change that. To continue. <laughs> to that, you know? Yeah, let's, let's hear about this blue minute. So, yeah, it's a good blue Far more in the minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, started playing really recently. Super active. In uh, Indiana, in their local scene, mm-hmm. um, To, yeah, uh, top player in Indiana too. Uh, streams, uh, I think all the locals are on, on Blue Stream. Yeah, um, and uh, graduating college soon, so looking at you know future possibilities to start attending more tournaments. And uh, a good player in his own right too. Mm-hmm. Played him a little bit today. Very solid. I did not take any games against him. Uh, got him down to last stock a couple times with my Falcon. I was like, I'm shooting, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, I'm, I'm, I. Because he's mostly an unknown to me, you know. Yeah. Just playing some friendlies against him, and you know, seeing how solid he is, uh, doesn't really tell me that much against the field. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to actually seeing how he manages his nerves. Um, yeah, and you know, he's. I'd like to see more from Blue. I mean, which we will. We will. Literally, uh, all I see from Blue is him like tapping me on my shoulder uh, and say, "Hey, are you eat? <laughs> so, uh, anything more will be more from Blue. So I'm very excited to see what we get from there. But I know the question everyone's wanting: Who do I think? I think we've all been kind of doing this thing, and this is what we used to do uh, way back when we did the podcast with Sam and Tiger. Is that everyone would say, "I think Hbox is going to win," but I want to say this person. Uh, yeah, that used to be the the go to. It's because it's not fun to say. Uh, even nothing like even if no one had any issues with Hbox, it's not fun to say the person who everyone thinks is going to win. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zane has gotten to the level that we talked about. Like everyone kind of thinks he's going to win. I think he's the safe pick, right? I think Zane is the safe pick here. I think that in most scenarios, Zane walks out on top. Um, so I think, yeah, I guess if I can like uh, kind of pussyfoot around, I'll say that I think Zane's going to win. Uh, but I would say keep an eye out on Leffen. Leffen is a player who his big issue for a while was Zane, was Marth. Um, and oddly enough, the pandemic both like gave him a lot of time to, to prepare his sheep and also gave him really not a lot of people to practice yeah, against. Right. But when he has looked good in the past, like I said, he's looked like the best friend in the world. And I think that still continues with the Sheik. I have seen those friendlies. I've seen cross-coast friendlies. Uh, well, cross-coast me. From one yeah. country <laughs> to the other. <laughs> one coast of one country to another coast of another country. Way over there. Those are two coasts. I have seen not, wrong. Wrong. not wrong. I've seen the coast of uh, Stockholm to the coast of uh, Virginia. No, I've, I've seen the Virginia Sweden ones. Uh, I think I saw that on delay based. I've seen it on Slippy. I've seen it on Three Frames. I've seen it on Crystal Build. I've seen it in person. They play, yeah. I've seen, I watched all those because I think those are legitimately some of the best Sheik Marth uh, games that we've ever seen. And we saw the 5 1. We've seen all these things. We know that he can do this. Uh, and I think that. You know, he's not someone who's really performed extremely well at Summit. A lot of times he's come back from big things. Like, Summit was his entrance in. I think Summit, uh, I don't remember the exact number, but he, like, came back from his visa issues and got ninth losing axe or whatever. What year was that? Uh, Years ago. If it was, it was a visa, probably, like, five. 
five or something, maybe six. Yeah, uh, yeah, around, around there. It was around that. Big house, that yeah. was the big house uh, thing, right? yeah yeah um so like, i feel like he's had a lot of, and, and of course summit 12. yeah he's had a lot of entrances back into melee through summit and we've seen them not go so well but i don't know i, I think he's someone to watch out for um, he's a dog now he's got a dog now and uh, fight for yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got a dog now but the question is does he have that dog in him <laughs> Uh, can I ask, are we confirming to see Luffin at like, a bunch of other tournaments for us? Do we know what he's planning on? I don't think we know. Because um, he said he's trying to go hard. When you, That's what he I said. I he registered for Combo Breaker for Guilty Gear. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, there's randomly like, a bunch of good melee players who are entering melee at Combo Breaker. Laudandus is, is entering there. Zio oh, is there. Zio. Yeah, Zio. Yeah. Well, Zio plays Mountie Blood. All, yeah, I think like they, a lot of them do. Pretty much all of them who are there are for FGC games. Yeah. And they're just a dream value. Yes. Melee is actually a side event. It's not a, a main it's game. It's not a main game. Yeah. yeah. Community, community event. events. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Very nice. I like it. That's a nicer way to say it. Yeah. Uh, love Combo Breaker, too, by the way. Nothing against them, of course. We love, I, I'm working Combo Breaker. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And Rick, uh, who's been in charge for a long time. Rick and Marco. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Marco also a huge yeah. Very, and uh, Chicago seems like a fun place. I know it's not Chicago itself, but it's unfortunately in a crappy part of the suburbs of Chicago. But the venue is the venue. It's nice. a new venue. Then it's the it's in Chamberg. It's, it's a Chamberg. Chamber. Yeah, I, I know what venue. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the audience doesn't know. <laughs> okay, it is a new venue. Yeah, good point. I'm someone who does not know. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, that's why you come here. Yeah. that's why you get on the melee stats, I, uh, the, the Wait for Game podcast. The suburban map. If you're pick then Leffen, is that what you're saying? I you did heart pick brain pick, right? I think everyone's brain pick is Zane. Okay. Yeah. So if we could all agree. If your brain pick isn't Zane, then something's wrong. Your brain yeah, like, yeah, we might have to get you checked in. I, I, there is a real large part of both my brain and my heart that says Mango will win this turn. Okay. It sounds like that's just your heart. <laughs> no, I, your heart's telling your well, brain that there's, there's, there's some, some logic, logic no, that I'm implying that I have faith in. And I'm Sure, I'll be wrong in some way or another, but I'm also I've seen crazy stuff from Left or Mango, and I'm, it sounds like you're saying something similar about Left. How about this? Left is going to win a summit this year. Ooh. Okay, there's only one other one. Yeah, you're, you're, only one other one for ultimate for melee. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll win ultimate. No, no, Maybe no, there'll no, be a no, guilty shot. year summit. Oh, actually, he's really been grinding Rocket League. <laughs> 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 He oh, wants that, that W anyway. He can get. It. Oh yeah. You never know what comes out of him. Well, I mean, if you say that he's going hard, I do believe it. Uh, his dog is going to get older. That's how dogs work. Wait, well, that's really sad. Don't <laughs> you have to bring that up. Yeah. What? <laughs> what the hell? What are you talking? What are you saying? Dogs. Puppies are forever. puppies are harder to take care of than older dogs. Dogs don't get older. Dogs don't. Yeah, they don't age. I didn't have a dog. We're gonna move on. Like, yeah. I guess we're trying to three people that have dogs, and I just have a conversation with Pete. Okay. What I'm what I'm saying is that that the, how we think about it'll it right now, it'll get easier for him, easier for him to travel. Yeah. I think that if he wants to go hard, I feel like every year he says he wants to go hard, and then every year, but like we've seen him say, "I've got to de-rust," and it's like after fifth place and stuff, and like we've seen the whole cycle. But generally, in that cycle, he picks up really, really good wins, right? Yeah. Like the whole cycle of it is, um, he never puts him at first place in the world, which I think is how he views his ability, rightfully, because he can literally can be first place in the world any given time. Yeah. 
So, like, he's usually hard on himself, but all the times he comes back and, like, is able to enter a lot of events, we see great events from him. Yeah. So maybe it's not this summit. I legitimately think that he is going to be winning a major this year. Don't second-guess yourself. He will win this summit. Say it with your chest. Uh, I think he's going to win this summit, and then I think uh, he's going to, like, directly, after he wins, he's going to search me out and hug me. <laughs> <laughs> Manifest that reality. He's going like, to win it over, like, J-Mook, and J-Mook's going to, like, go for, like, a, you know, like a firm handshake. I can't imagine Leffen being emotional enough to hug anyone after a win, except, except for, like, Armada or his girlfriend or something. Why'd you point to me when you said his girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> He's got long hair. I do like, he might get confused. <laughs> in his, in his <laughs> the gold and the blonde here, they're really interesting. Oh, man. Hey, so I'm curious about something. Yes. You mentioned that uh, Leffen has often had Summit be his re-entry into Melee after a period yeah. of time away from the game. Um, I think that Summit is an incredible event to make your return to because yeah. it's a, a jumpstart to get you back into the swing. Do we have any statistics about Leffen's success after going to a Summit? You know, <laughs> I would love to know. I mean, uh, I'm not expecting you to get this off the top of your head. This is more of like an Edwin, argument. fax us those numbers. <laughs> yeah. We definitely, yeah, in the Twitch chat right now. Edwin, Edwin emailed me earlier about Dark Jedi. He, uh, he's going to fax this in. I mean, I'm looking at the, the big picture end of year rankings right now. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking when I talk about this. Well, we're doing like, year rankings. <laughs> we're bringing back the mid year. Thankfully, we're not doing quarterly. Shout out Maybe we'll do trimesters, like some like weird schools do. Uh, no, well, well Leffen, you know, Leffen's had uh, Leffen's had entries back into the scene. I think you're right. Summit's a really cool way because you're not getting thrown into a thousand people who want to take photos with you. Uh, and like you, you're. And he was already asking about a player-only quiet room today too. Oh man. Yeah, he was actually. Forty people is too much. Yeah, it is quite packed actually. It is. Yeah. It was so like not overly crowded. I'm sure. But yeah, it's, it's a great way to play a lot of people. Uh, you get to play with people more than you would have, like Genesis. Also, you don't have to prepare for. Yeah, it's like a really great way to, to get re-entered back in the scene. Um, you know, he he had that uh, summon he got ninth at. I think he lost to like, Mewtwo King. He lost to Axe, people who he's done well versus. Uh, he had the last one that he went to where he got reverse 3 0 a bunch of times. Did really well. What he got, like, seventh? Yeah, yeah fifth. Fifth. Like he, beat, fifth. he beat H-Box. Yeah. Top eight. Like, 3 0 H-Box. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he's done really well. Um, and he did go to Pound recently, so this is not really a re-entry for him. Fifth of that as well, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's, like, still, you know, when it comes to left, I feel like there's always, like, the Sisyphean thing where he's always, like, pushing the ball up the hill, and the top of the hill is, like, for like number one in the world, yeah, and we always just see him push it up, and then it goes back down a little, and push it back up, and then the U.S. government gets another one. Yeah, <laughs> the U.S. US government, government yeah. drops another boulder. Up. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, pushing. Oh, yeah, right. Gear so we'll see also, where he is. <laughs> I, I mean, just please, please give me a solid year of Leffen competing. Mm. I would love. I can't. It's I would been love so him. long since. I know. I've never and seen it's it. It's just you've seen flashes of love. Yeah, it's like, like wow. Yeah. And I was like, wow. You get a set here and there. Ooh, strive. Uh, yeah. I yeah. I, I mean, I would love to see that. It's what you talk about. Plucks two good other characters. Levin, if Levin was not good at other games, that imagine how melee would be. He should just be less of a god gamer. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's just amazing. Everything picks up. Tamp down on the Except jeans. Except for having a dog. Levin gamer jeans under control. 
<laughs> I think Toto's just fine. <laughs> yeah, so we'll oh, we'll wow. see what so uh, I mean it's so interesting. I'm so excited to watch. Yeah. Any outcome, yeah. right? Yeah. Like regardless, that what Summit is able to put through, any outcome is amazing. Um, except for like someone getting sick and dropping out day one. Okay, well I don't know why you said that. <sighs> Fuck. Why? Uh, no, Sorry. Like, we're good. Every single thing that happens here, that's what, what happens when you get all these players together. And we are seeing like a more influx group of players than we've ever seen, right? Like the players here are at like these, you don't know where any of them are at in terms of their career, in terms of like how they're going to do it. Yeah. Um, whatever happens is going to be amazing. Yeah. It, like legitimate toss up for everyone here, except for the guy with the sword. Yeah, that's right. Sword it guy. is a big sword. It does have a sword. Yeah. It is a Think about a Link Sword, though. Is Link, he's always wielding with two hands. Too many of his attacks, he's got both hands on the hill. It's true. Yeah. Marth, on the other Marth hand, just does one hand the sword easy. He's, 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 I swear, he's. I can, I can actually What's his other hand doing, do you think? It's counterbalance. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. And Florian's why he's more successful. Link just needs to drop the shield. He drops the shield and stuff. We got, we've got. Of course, we've got some questions. You know, this is part of the show. Um, SF, you will. You are a patron yourself, but I guess you're gonna. I also. Do you have any? Do you have any questions for yourself currently? Uh, no, no. In fact, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> one question that I want you to ask. Uh, okay. Do you know which one? This is from Contra. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is directed towards you, Contra. Uh, the question is why? Very good question. You know, I've thought about that a lot myself. Uh, I don't have a strong answer at this time, but um, I'm just going to keep going until I find one. Well, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the question, uh, Patreon. <laughs> Actually, all, we're all patrons. Yeah, no, all three of us are patrons. Well, basically, I think the the, uh, the the new the new meta for waiting for games is that I think if you give us five dollars, that you're more likely to be on Darjex patron. Uh, Fendi, who is not good enough to be on the show, is He's good enough for the patron. <laughs> uh, it turns out that I might only be friends with people who are give, uh, you money, give, give us money. money. Yeah, <laughs> or they lost to bet Edwin. True. <laughs> yes, I've then. actually only one bets that I didn't commit to against Edwin. Wow. That's unfortunate. Mm. Imagine your life if, uh, if you committed all those. Yeah. Where would you be right now? Maybe still a patron. <laughs> Very possible. But we've got some, we've got some questions from some uh, current Patreon uh, members. All right. So this one is from SSB Seal. I think he's our, uh, oh, Seal. He's our, Seal. He's our patron Q&A superstar. Mm. He do be asking lots of questions. And good ones. Good ones. And good, ones. good, ones. good, ones. And good questions. So this, one, this one's for Webs. Uh, for Webs, if you could choose only one retired Midwest player to bring back, who would it be? Tink. Mm. Oh, that was fast. That's a good one. I would bring Tink pressure. back in a heartbeat. Tink, always one of my favorite people at tournaments. Mm. Um, super homie, fun-loving guy, loves doubles. Um, he, he's like, in this you know, day and age. You know how uh, Kells is just like a lovable guy? Mm -hmm. um, and like, Kells would have been the obvious pick, I think, for me. Um Except for, like, I can go back to Chicago and see Kel still. Tink, I can't. I'd have to go find him in Indiana somewhere to <laughs> see what he's up to these days. Uh, he, he went to some tournaments when I first started. Um, up until maybe, like, 2015 or so, he was still showing up occasionally with things. 
and doing pretty well. Um, he wasn't, you know, practicing actively, so he, mm -hmm. he wouldn't do like amazingly, but uh, he, he's just always a really good player with great intuition for the game. And um, historically, one of the most forgotten players from the Midwest. I agree. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, he deserves more recognition. It'd be really cool to see him come back and compete and do well. Webs, not only was that a great answer and very quick. Not sure if you know this. CL asks these types of questions pretty, pretty uh, frequently. And these are always like one step away from entrapment because he, <laughs> he has a list of players who he does not want the person to answer. Oh, um, really? No. Yes. Yeah. So he said, you can't say Kells, you can't say Duck. He like he has a lip. He has these are obvious picks. He asked yeah. me to ask um, uh, Riley like who he thinks is a you know up and coming peach player, and then he's like, you can't say Wally, you can't say Bbacks, you can't. <laughs> you like, jam runs. Yeah, you can't say Jam Run. The obvious answer for up and coming peach player. Uh, like he he does ask these questions, but he has all these stipulations, uh, and like you only get to find them out once you pass the test. <laughs> but you did pass the test, and you did it with flying colors. I'll tell you too. I did not cheat and look ahead of time. I haven't looked at any of the Patreon questions at all. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and this one's for everyone. This is, you know, uh, we had an individual question for you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> an individual question for, for Webs. This one's for everyone. This is from uh, probably the, the silver medalist in terms of Patreon questions. Oh, I know this question. This is uh, Zidria. This is, if everyone in the Summit House just went into an all-out brawl, <laughs> who would be the last person standing? <laughs> Mac. You cannot stop him. Are you kidding me? It's, it's, it's coming down to a duel between Mac and Salt. Because Salt is actually quite fit. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And Mech ain't stopping. So, you know, those two duel to the death in uh, a in very unstoppable force versus the invisible <laughs> objects. Could Law just keep healing himself, though, as a doctor? <laughs> very, yeah, very well. Well, it, it's, I think it's illegal to operate on yourself. So he, if there's, oh, if there's like a, a wound that he needs to, yeah. You know, um, Southern California police would come. It's like, sorry. sorry. I <laughs> now we all are thinking players. Oh, is there any is there any dark horse candidate who is at summit or would be at summit reasonably like reasonably soon? Wait, the question was not just about the players. Just everyone in the summit house. Uh, well, it's not a house. It's a studio. Okay, so never mind. They're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone in the summit studio. Is a um, damn. Oh, actually, I know who it is. I know who it is. Ken Chen. Ken Chen. Ken is just a winner, dude. Winning his veins. He'll figure it out. He might not be the... He's not going to win the fights. He's going to figure out a way. someone else to win for him. Exactly. And then drop an anvil on him. The home build advantage of He'll be three, four steps ahead of everybody else. It's all traveling home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, exactly. <laughs> it's his studio. He's not losing. He's got it rigged since day one for exactly this situation. Yes. Every Tom and Jerry thing. Just all from the tower. Any yeah. situation. Yeah, if you see like a bowling ball, uh, bowling ball roll somewhere, you know it. <laughs> there's like bearings on the floor. There's some Rube Goldberg ass thing going on. <laughs> also, just uh, for anyone who doesn't know who Ken Chen is, he's a uh, oh, I don't know his official title. Creative he's, director. I was gonna say, yeah, creative hop director. Uh, his tag Hobbit. Or he's still not Hobbit. Yeah, he's just Hobbit. But most people, I mean, people don't call him Hobbit. He's Ken Chen. He's yeah. Ken Chen. And um, you know him as Hobbit from originally. Uh, he was a big StarCraft guy. Yeah, Dota. Dota. Dota is as well. Yeah, 
No, he is definitely someone. When I was in with BTS for a while, now. that was the guy in the back of my mind the entire time. He is someone who I cannot explain why I think he would win. Yeah, but they're just he, he has will. He has an attitude about him, that, and I've only after knowing him for one day. <laughs> uh, I am like, yeah, no, this guy, he'd do this. Yeah, we would joke in, in high school when the Hunger Games was around. Uh, God, that doesn't make me old. Um, I would joke about that if I were ever in a Hunger Games, I would immediately die. Like. I would just, I do not have the winning spirit. I would immediately die. I yeah. think Ken Chen would win the Hunger Games. I think he yeah, has I the winning spirit. Yeah. And then what is this if not the Hunger Games? He's an overwhelming favorite to win the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's just something about it. I don't, like, I couldn't explain I couldn't why. I couldn't explain it either. He's got intangibles. Exactly. The intangibles. That is the best way to find Intangibles. We have a, uh, we've had a little bit of a thing recently. And this is a Papa John's event. So I guess we should ask this question. This has become... Uh, is it a favorite Patreon question? Who knows? People might not actually like this question, but we've been asking about this. It's a go-to. Yes, it is a go-to. It's a nice question. Uh, what is your favorite pizza topping? I'm oh, starting with you. Jesus <laughs> I'm, I'm a plain pizza man. I get my wow. cheese. Now, does that mean if you get one topping, like you would if you ordered the $13 large one topping epic stuffed crust pizza from Papa John's, <laughs> would you forego the topping or would you get cheese as your topping? I guess I would get cheese as my topping. Okay, so extra cheese. Extra cheese. Yeah, I like cheese. Okay. That's good, you know. But otherwise, my palate like can't handle more more flavors than that. So it just explodes. <laughs> so you're very white. So you're, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not getting hot pot. I'm glad you get it. Yeah. No hot pot with dark pot. Absolutely not. <laughs> you're just eating a bowl of white rice. Oh, like, I'm good. <laughs> hey, I got the soy sauce in there. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'd offer you salt, but it might be a little too much. It is. <laughs> now, Connor, you are coming off of a uh, little bit of a stomach issue. Yeah. So, so, but in an ideal situation, I don't know if you know this about me, but I one of my first contributions to Oregon Melee was a Facebook group called Serious Pizza Discussion. <laughs> so you are like uniquely equipped for this. Question. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, truly. Um, Why and would you make that? <laughs> there was a long thread on Facebook on our the Oregon Melee Facebook page after at some house tournament where people were arguing about the pizza that they ordered, and someone said, why would you order this pizza with pineapple on it? And it sparked a whole big discussion. The way you phrase the question, it's any one pizza topping? Well, that's the big debate, right? There's yeah. multiple schools of thought. Oh, that, I did have So, yeah, if it's, if it's the pizza topping that I put on every pizza is pineapple. Interesting. But I don't think pineapple is good. If you only had one. If there's only one pizza topping. So in the case where it's only one, it's peppers. It's uh, it's like green peppers. Green peppers. Okay. They've got like the texture way. and they've got a subtle enough flavor, but most obviously most of the flavors come from the cheese and the sauce. Sure. Doesn't detract from the entire thing. Right? Exactly. Uh, and you know what? That is similar to the answer that Toph gave. Toph said onions. Because, onions also. Because if you got more than one on anything, it'd be onions. Now, would you get peppers and pineapple? Absolutely. Yeah, that's okay. really good. It's a great combo. Yeah. All right. I wouldn't know. <laughs> You're missing out on a whole world of great pizza. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> As you know, it's like crossed a bear. Yeah, he's uh, he's Squidward in the house, looking at everyone else. Yeah, but he knows it. He's happy with it. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. Uh, Webs, you are of course a man from Chicago. Yeah, you are. Uh, you know, Chicago, great pizza. Dynasty there. They've got a long history of pizza. Yeah. You told me about your ideal ordering of the four main pizza ingredients in terms of how much you like them. But <laughs> if we have to talk about topping specifically, 
what is your favorite topic? Um, well, the thing is that, are we talking about just like a pan pizza? Because there's a lot of different kinds of pizzas. And Take depending how you see fit. What kind of pizza it is. Well, if I'm getting like a brick oven pizza, then I would just get like basil. Mm-hmm. And just get like a, make sure there's a really tasty sauce on there. Basil with a really good uh, tomato or, you know, pizza sauce mm-hmm. or whatever is, that's, I think, and, you know, a little bit of cheese. Put a little mozzarella on there, you know, it's amazing. Um, but if I'm just getting like a pan pizza, I'm just going to get pepperoni. I'm just going to keep it simple. I think you get the pepperoni, the ones that curl off a little bit, so you get the mm, little pools of grease in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you tear oh, the crust so off, and you stick it into the grease, and you eat it. No, I'm just kidding. That's wild. You put your fingers in there, and you rub them all over. Yeah. <laughs> you become grease, man. You start running around the house completely naked, scaring your cats. Everybody it's like does Pizza it. the Hut from Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that grossed me out. It's so gross. It's, it grosses me out to this day. Yeah. It's, 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 the sound that they use for it, too. Oh, God. So pepperoni? Yeah, pepperoni for a, for a, 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 a solo on a pan. Solo yeah. well, well, I like your basil. It's good. Yeah. Very respectable. Well, you know, I don't know if I've said this on pod. Uh, I've said that I'm a, I think I go cheese. I think I might go play. Because what I do is every time I get a topping, I'll get like half topping, half cheese. And then I always go to the cheese one more. Yeah. I just play that one more. Um, and in terms of like, I don't know if I have one that is far away, the thing that I always get. Um, but I, I might have said this before. I think basil's a, an amazing thing. You know, if you're getting it, the type of pizza that will work with it, right? I'm not going to get it on just the fucking, you know, uh, random. I'm not getting Papa, Papa John's, John's with basil. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, know that's Papa John's. I, I think that's... Papa John's is great. We love yeah. Papa John's. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I mean, it has to fit. <laughs> I'm ordering Papa John's. I'm just not getting basil on Papa It has John's. to fit the, the pizza. And if you yeah. are getting like an actual, you know, uh, like stone hard pizza or something like that, or like pizza that would work with basil. Yeah, no, like a margarita pizza is amazing. Oh, mm. hell yeah. Um, but in terms of just like, hey, we're all ordering like stuff, what do you want? I, I probably won't need anything, right? Um, I love all types of pizza. I don't know if I have a, I love buffalo chicken pizza. That's a great one. Can't get behind that. Uh, <laughs> can't get behind chicken on pizza. You know what? what? I love a, no, I hate it. I love uh, a barbecue chicken pizza. Barbecue chicken pizza is the single grossest pizza to exist. Uh, it's okay to be it's so <laughs> gross. You know, like a. Oh, it's, that's wild. You're from Chicago. Yes. You probably like deep dish. Sausage chicken like pizza is fun. But the thing about Chicago is that Chicago is known for its deep dish, but you can get any kind of pizza in Chicago you and have it be good. Pizza turns into an icicle. Chicago, though. What do you mean? It's so thin. It's, the wind is. Well, you're not going yeah, in the right place. The you're not going in the right place. You gotta it's go cold there, in Chicago. It's cold in Chicago. Yeah. Yo, New York is just an absolute bomb. <laughs> <laughs> totally so yeah, and the same with Chicago. What are you talking about? What do you think Chicago is? <laughs> I live in a place where there's two modes of weather and that's all we need. What, rain and not rain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Pizza, the, the not rain pizza gets great. wet then. You don't go outside. <laughs> True, yeah. Uh, are we settled on pizza then? I think we're good yeah. on pizza. I think the fans, you know, they are the satiated. I hope so. It's uh, better be. we're, we're over two hours. I hope they're ready to we're hear two hours. more about pizza watching some this week because we kind of need oh. giving out Papa John's a lot. No yeah. more Mate Mate? Are you just Papa John's? I don't think Mate Mate is a sponsor this time around. They are, they're on the Dota things. Now. Oh. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now, are you going to be taking a bite of Papa John's live on camera? I mean, I, yeah, I would do it. Sure. I mean, I. 
I'm not like a pizza snob. I'll eat shitty pizza. Whoa. Right. But Papa, Papa John's, John's is, is not shitty pizza. Right. Exactly. Well, the fact that you would eat shitty pizza means that you would eat delicious pizza, which is yeah. Papa John's. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'll eat any kind of pizza. I will eat. Oh, man. There's some pizzas out there. I'll tell you what. There's some frozen pizzas in Canada that I've been buying. And I do, do you want to drop a brand? Uh, I don't even can tell you what the brand is. It's like it's like store brand, it's like generic. Frozen type. pizza from unbranded. It just says, for some reason, Canada doesn't have like a good frozen pizza selection. They have like Delicioso, which is like fine. Maybe that needs to change. Maybe uh, we're the ones to bring it into there. The melee stats frozen pizza. <laughs> it's finally time we branch out. Yeah. Expand the brand. We need to. Edwin, get Edwin on the phone. Come on, on the phone? No, the, we'll, we're going to email him about this. We'll, we'll, I'll send him we'll a letter. We'll send him a letter. Yeah. <laughs> send him a letter. Is there a delivery pigeon around here? That's <laughs> uh, it. So we're, we're running near the end of the show. We were just talking about basil. We're going to, for our last uh, segment here, we're going to talk about another green thing that grows <laughs> in the ground. Of course, we're talking about the officially unnamed segment, but affectionately known to fans as Touching Grass. Touching Grass. We are... Multifaceted human beings, all of us here, of course, you know, melee is what brings us together. We talk about melee a lot, but we got a lot going on for ourselves. Yeah. Um, so this is where we can talk about what's been going on in our lives recently that does not revolve around melee. Um, I'm gonna go first to give you guys some time to think. Cool. What I've been watching recently, uh, on the lead up to Summit, including in the airport, uh, I watched a series of videos from a YouTuber named Geo Wizard, formerly Geo Guesser Wizard. Oh, yeah. uh, a GeoGuessr player, but also someone who branched out into live form, you know, like videos. I mean, those are the coolest videos. Yeah. They are, and the, and the ones that I've been watching, I watched his, I believe, third uh, trek across Wales in a straight line, his third attempt to do Wales in a straight line. Mm-hmm. Um, those are always amazing. He's done it for Scotland, he's done it for Norway, I think. It's just really cool to see, like, it all put together. It's just a really good watch. I, I love doing it... Um, I like turn off all the lights in my room. I watch him at like one a.m. or something. It's it's for whatever reason. It's very fun to watch. But we've already used him before. I I think that was one of the first touching grasses I used. So I will not use him. Okay. I will use a different one, which actually you already. Yeah, give me two. Well, no, that's not my touching grass. Okay. But this talk. This goes to the man that does not go on the man's ass wiki. It's touching grass. Which, by the way, I want you to create and keep up. Oh, sure. Do it intern. And it'll be it'll be for free. If Wikipedia does it free, you do it for free. I'll I'll have like a picture of you on the banner, and it says like. You know, please donate two dollars. I'll do that. <laughs> but you have to really sad. But bleeding eyes. But you also have to look. Um, you have to have like dignity. You've got to have quiet dignity. Um, that's that's what is your touching grass. My touching grass is there is an album that I've been listening to a lot. I listen to it here in California. I listen to it while walking around the neighborhood of this undisclosed location. Uh, and it was a really beautiful day. Nice breeze. Really beautiful. To listen to this album. There's a Swedish singer named Jens Lepman who created a lot of sample-based singer-songwriter albums uh, in the 2000s and to pre- uh, present. And in the past few years, the clearances for a lot of these samples has been up in the air. Um, so he actually took off two of his albums off of streaming services and remade them. Holy oh, smoke. So God. it's wow. really cool. Uh, he's That's got, really cool. Yeah, the, the album that I recommend from him, uh, it was formerly called Night Falls Over Cordadala. Uh, it's now called The Linden Trees Are Still in Blossom. Uh, it is a, it is his, uh, his best album. It also sounds really similar to the first one he put out. So if you want to find that one on YouTube, 
Uh, it'll sound very similar. The album that he put out along with that is called The Cherry Trees Are Still in Blossom. And it sounds so different than the first one he put out because it is all stripped back. It's acoustic, it's piano. Uh, and it's these really interesting takes on songs that don't really sound like that. Mm. And I was listening to that one specifically while walking around a nice little tiny suburb where I've never been on a beautiful sunny day with like the wind blowing on me. It was a great experience. Uh, I would suggest if anyone listens to those and likes them, you know, you can't find them online through streaming services, but if you want to purchase the CD, fuck it, I don't know, <laughs> you can do so. Or if you, you know, you can probably find it all on YouTube. I was just looking at both because it's really cool to see like 20 years ago and today, the, like how he views those songs and then like, you know, the spins he puts on them. I think it's really cool. I think there's also like a podcast I listen to uh, where he talked about how he felt about making both of those, like remaking them. So that was really cool. That was my touching grass moment. Okay, awesome. Weber, uh, you've been doing a lot of stuff outside of Melee. What's been going on with you? Yeah, so I got a couple of things. First of all, oh, oh. I got married. That. Over here. <laughs> uh, I got married to my wonderful, handsome, amazing spouse, yeah. uh, AJ Spoopy, another member of the Melee community. And they made an amazing shirt they, recently. They make some great merch. Yes. They made some merch for the Emerald City shop. Yes. Um, Which is cool. They've, they've actually been doing a lot of, uh, of different merch, tournament merch oh, lately. Oh, my, oh, oh, my goodness. Oh. I don't have one of any of the merch. Like <laughs> I, sorry to just... I'm really excited to bring that up. Uh, oh, but the other thing that I've been doing oh. lately is I've been getting super into disc golf. Disc golf rules. Disc golf is amazing. Uh, if I If you're trying to like find a casual like outdoor sport to get into that's not like super physically intensive yeah it's it's it's, it's <clears throat> competitive hiking it is you go to just beautiful parks where they're um you know if you go to, to some of the nicer ones they're incredibly well taken care of mm -hmm. um oftentimes uh it'll be like exclusive too where it's not like you know walking path nearby or anything it'll just be like a course essentially that is run by like you know a public city or something like that um they're everywhere People, you know, might you might see the baskets near wherever you live and oh, not even know what the hell it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just like a basket with chains and a metal, you know, thing that the disc falls into. This is um, this is a putter. This is my bird. I brought just one disc on this trip. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just in, I was I wasn't sure if we would be like near course or something, but I thought maybe if I had some time, I'd go like just throw it for fun. Yeah. Um, What's the difference between the types of frisbees? Uh, so they throw it. Yeah, it's like. I'm setting him up. To You're asking me. <laughs> I can talk about this for a while. Um, but essentially, you know, when you throw it, you can throw backhand, forehand. Mm -hmm. And they have different flight patterns. So when you throw it, uh, with the more spin it has, the more it will follow its flight pattern. So it'll hold on a line if you're able to generate a lot of spin before finishing and like predictable pattern. And so, so this putter right here, this is, uh, so this berg is, is primarily for uh, putting approach. So mm -hmm. you, you throw this maybe on like 150 foot shot where you want to get the circle one which is within 30 feet of the basket um, and then you would you know line up and try to throw it directly into the basket mm -hmm. I mean I could talk literally about disc golf forever there's um, a lot to talk about yeah if you're if you know what if you want to start your own uh podcast we will retweet you <laughs> I can guarantee I'm that. not into that and you know what we will give you uh a melee stats at very least a melee stats affiliated guest within the first three episodes <laughs> um, but yeah, if, you, if, if this piques your interest at all, um, pretty easy to find out more about it, but I recommend checking out the, the channel Jomez Pro on YouTube. Mm -hmm. 
Um, they do a great job with tournament coverage and um, also just like uh, general stuff around like the pro scene in it and about, you know, more casual stuff too. It's not just, you know, pro, pro focused and stuff like that. But. Would you call the melee stats of, uh, of, of disc golf? Um, we should call it not disc golf. I might, I might call it something like the turnout of what. Maybe if Walt were to host a, a tournament on this channel. Because they 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 do a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's kind of it's like you know the level one or like the melee grade or something like that of uh, this golf. Yeah, it's it's it has a, a lot of uh, similarities to melee because it started off as a very small and grassroots, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like you know grown and. And one more time, the channel. Jumas Pro is the YouTube channel that I recommend Pro? checking out. Yeah, cool game, fun, a lot of fun to play. Connor, uh, well. Um, I, before, the, a month ago, I was also going disc golfing pretty frequently awesome. in Portland and nice. climbing and all this fun stuff. And then I had to get my gallbladder removed. <laughs> so I haven't done a whole lot of touching of grass, literally, mm. in the last month because I was recovering from that, still sort of on the tail end of recovery for, for that. Uh, and then Genesis, and then I got COVID, mm. which sucked. Yeah, uh, so I haven't been touching much grass, but I've been following, baseball started uh, uh, beginning of April, or end of March, there was a lockout and that was resolved, baseball started, I like baseball, the A's are very bad as per the norm, but they're still fun to watch, <laughs> so I'll say that my touching grass has been watching baseball um, really quite casually, but. That's cool. Planning on going to any A's games? I actually am. I'm gonna go. I'm hoping to go to one of the A's versus Yankees games in August with my buddy who's a Yankees fan. Wow. From New York. Slimy. I don't know if you. Mm, uh, yeah. They're, they're on level one. Yeah. So awesome. They were at uh, Genesis running some stuff. They, yeah. They yeah. were helping do production stuff backstage. Very cool. I hope you catch a home run. I do too. Uh, or like a foul ball. What else? Either a ton, uh, but a, a Tony Kemp home run would be. Apparently, my um, my sister got really good seats from her work from uh, to the Phillies. Okay. Uh, and apparently, those really good seats weren't as good as I think she she happened to get like another pair of tickets years ago or whatever. And her daughters were like, "Oh, we're not going to be in like the box." They were third row behind the dugout, I think. And it's and like they were like pissed. It's like, oh, I thought we were in a box. What's going on here? Like, like why am I even here? So yeah, you um, watch the game. They have TVs. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, so maybe maybe we'll get boxes. Ian to one of the dugouts or the uh, or maybe a box. Not a box. Oakland, <laughs> Oakland Coliseum's. Uh, they, they, there's been talk about very low attendance, so maybe so, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll just walk your way down there. Walk my way in. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll just walk in for free. Yeah. Who knows? Probably not confidently. <laughs> that's all it takes. I'll get back to actually touching grass soon, hopefully, but I'm still sort of taking it easy. Glad to hear it. Yeah, hopefully you get back. And SF. Now, my own mind, you are employed by Melee Stats. Uh, now, <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Well, if, uh, just remember that, like, don't talk about all these things because I might start to worry if you do all this stuff. When's oh your my. time? Where, where do you, where, where oh do you find the time to do all this to do melee work? Oh. You need to put in your eighty hours a day. I, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you I, I will compensate for too. You were doing <laughs> what? <laughs> you went to see your grandparents? <laughs> SF, is that why the tweet was late? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Red 
finishing the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you find time to touch grass. What, what yeah, do what do you do? Am I allowed to talk about everything everywhere all at once? Yes, this I has seen it. This, uh, I will talk about Spoiler free. Maybe the best movie I've seen. I agree with you in the last five years. Okay. Because um, I, I did say five years, and then you said in the I, pandemic. And well, I then like, I looked at it. I saw it again. I saw it. So I first saw it first with my mom um, a few days ago because she had to get an IUD removed. Um, just you know, that was her. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't. I can't. I can't. I can't relate to it. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was amazing then. I was like, this is the best movie I've seen since 2019. Probably it's come out since 2019. Because um, I like Paris, I came out then. It was amazing. Um, and then I saw it again with my roommate. Uh, and it was somehow even like more just like amazing. I had an idea. I said, I know what to do for this scenario. <laughs> I've got a remedy for you. you. <laughs> no way. I know what to do. Uh, <laughs> every, all you need to do after. <laughs> I'm an expert. <laughs> Has worked 100% of the time <laughs> in my experience. But you um, see with your roommate, and it was and about it, even more, just yeah. like impactful, and just like more like, oh, it's so good. So I'm pretty sure it's the best movie that's come out in the last five years. Yeah. I'm glad you were on my side with this. 100% on your side. Uh, I'm just so shocked. It just like, yeah. Oh. I'm also a twicer. Uh, does that mean I listen twice? Yeah, I was going to say, are you K pop guy? <laughs> uh, sure, I guess. I don't know. I'm not anti K-pop. Wow. Um, it's not <laughs> no, I uh, I also have seen it twice. Uh, one of the few memes I saw twice in theaters. Do you know the other one? Uh, with Stu, right? Or oh, one of the, oh, movies you've seen twice in theaters. Yeah, there's only two. I don't know. Second one is Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, that's oh a good yeah, one. That's oh, I was now. gonna guess that. Uh, incredible movie. Yeah. Uh, no, but but it is really it's an incredible movie. It's something that worked great second watch i was like oh okay i knew everything that was happening and it still hit me all the same uh, all of like jokes and humor just still like yeah. land so well everything they did um this is i believe the third time this came up on our podcast as a chuck Grass moment so this might uh i have another one record i can i can have another thing you mentioned if you, if you know that's like i don't want to no i'm having two True, speaking of uh, people under the melee stats, uh, <laughs> Umbrella. Uh, Another official Umbrella. Of course. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, uh, the kid that, this is a spoiler for Snowpiercer, but the kid that's cranking the thing, Ben? Mm -hmm. JD's that. <laughs> oh no, that's awful. <laughs> oh my god. You know, it out. Jesus. There <laughs> so, oh, very quickly no. speaking about spoilers, um, there is a skit. I don't know the skit. Uh, but there's a skit that I've heard Ken Chen walk around, and he keeps going, do you know, he's like, we're doing a skit, he's all happy about it, we're, like, we're doing a skit, have you ever seen this movie? And every person who he said it said, no. And he goes, okay, um, well, it's a spoiler for the movie. <laughs> and so I am, I am really, that is such a Ken Chen classic. I guess I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I am very interested in watching this skit that, one, is a spoiler for a movie that like no one has seen, <laughs> and, and like Joe, I'm just like, like, what do you do in that scenario? Like, how do you make a skit out of something where, I, like, literally every person is like, you know this movie, right? And it's like they're like, no. Okay, well, <laughs> here's the premise. <laughs> here's the premise, and then here's the entire movie. Here's the spoiler. 
It is, uh, yeah, I'm very interested to see this, but uh, of course we have to wait till Summit to watch it. Yeah. You'll have to tune in this weekend at twitch.television slash BTS Smash, sponsored by Coinbase and Papa John's. The television and television. The Red Bull. There you go. <laughs> hey, keep going. Where can people find you? No, don't find me. <laughs> I don't want to be perceived. Where can you people find me? Uh, we and Co. at they, I'll, do it. I'll do it. Podcast. No, you can't just see. <laughs> so so I don't know. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm, I'm sure it's on the little overlay. Yeah. I don't tweet interesting yeah, things. Yeah, oh, level one. one. Good point. You can follow level one TV, the Phoenix that rises from the ashes of Endgame TV, which you may have heard of. Um, I feel like a lot of people at, know about Endgame TV. No, I hope so. You can find yeah. us at level That's one underscore TV yeah. or at level one dot TV or at twitch.tv slash level one underscore TV. Our next thing is Smash Camp Oregon. There's more details coming soon. Very soon. Very excited. So you can follow if you. I mean, honestly, probably one of the best tournaments to go to this year if you're able to make it. So I would say it's going to fill up quick. It's going to fill up quick. If you want to be involved in this, which you should be, definitely follow because all the information will there, and that's where you're going to hear first. Yeah. Webs. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I don't really use it a ton, but I go on every once in a while. Every I, and at this weekend, I'll, I will be on Twitter because I'm at an event. Usually, that's the main time I actually am using Twitter is when I'm physically at tournaments. Right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, and um, if you want to check the uh, Ontario Disc Golf uh, tournament results, I'm going to be interested in the tournaments this summer, so oh, yeah, cool. nice. I'm to track mine progress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think SF will already track it. Oh yeah, he's got the spreadsheet Last night in Melee. In the MA2 division, SF. This is a question. Answer it wisely. Where can people find you? Uh, at Melee Stats Pod on Twitter.com. Because I don't have a Twitter otherwise. There you go. Uh, yeah. I would not tweet otherwise. Not for having oh, being charged. So Reddit, right? And yeah, you can find me at Reddit. <laughs> Correcting people. You backslash self hyphen flagellate. <laughs> More likely, you will find them on Reddit. <laughs> oh if they say the wrong thing. If they say the wrong thing, yeah. you. It was yeah. No offense to uh, what's it, Mont Money? It no. was Steech. Steech. Oh, I don't know Steech. who that is. Oh, I, I knew Mont Money back then. I don't know who Steech was. Oh, Melee Stats Pod, an amazing Twitter. If you can follow that, as of course. Uh, if you want to see episodes of this, we're live on twitch.tv slash Melee Stats. Episodes go on YouTube uh, afterwards to the Melee Stats archive. You can follow us on, uh, over on YouTube at Melee Stats if you want to watch our long form content. You should Excellent. look at the camera while doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Content. Um, of course, our Twitter. Uh, it's also going to send links to MeleeStats.co. That's our website where you can find articles such as uh, When's Melee and, and Monday Morning Marth. And if you love everything you do and you just want to support us, Patreon.com slash Melee Stats. This, uh, you know, this is a great episode. I appreciate all of you being on. Of course, there is a Fendi-sized hole in all of our hearts, but you know what? No, it's been this entire time. Then some. This entire time, I didn't feel (laughs) exactly. I didn't feel like we missed anything. In fact, we had an overabundance of fun this episode. Uh, Thanks all for being on. I know this is a time you're not in summit. I know. So, so you're. This is the best thing you're doing. Right. I I know that there's a lot going on. So I do appreciate you guys coming through. 
Um, and I appreciate you guys watching because this is a time where you could watch like Hungrybox live stream from someone or something yeah, like that. True, actually. So if you're in the chat, I really appreciate you seeing this. And then we will catch you next week because I am sure whatever happens here, we will have so much to talk about. So I will see you then. Thanks for sticking around. Peace. Peace out.